His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, the chocolate's yay, Brasileño. Yeah, to the back of the hat, lean back in the lap, crack the window, hear the soldier sounds and that in the back. Ain't no cat in the hat, just a cat that can rap. This is Brasileño. and flush of queens on the map, yeah. All right. So what up, what up, it's your boy Brock Riley coming to you live from the spot over there, over there in the cut. This is Turnbucks and Brass Nugs, the third least listened to wrestling podcast on the earth. Where, you know, there's at least two other podcasts that people don't listen to more than us. Right? I would have that. So, and with me as always is Scoob Steve. Yes, sir. And Double J. We are the faces of fear. <laughs> oh, you've seen her hair in the morning? Oh, I've seen her face in the morning, and that's bad enough. Dude, dude, that's a personal foul. <laughs> that's what little brothers are for. I forgot you all shared bathrooms and shit. Anywho. Anywho. It wasn't a, a real busy wrestling week, and to all of you who are listening to this episode, you're going to probably have just finished listening to the last episode because I haven't even released it because we had issues with the fucking uh, the app, and then uh, we didn't record on time today. Or we were supposed to record yesterday, and we didn't record till today, so you might get a double dose of this pimping. Double shot power. From uh, from upgrade, spelled with two D's for a double dose of his pimping. Can we afford upgrades? <laughs> so uh, it was there. Um, man, there was something. Uh, I want to congratulate or something somebody for. I'm going to congratulate uh, Mr. Wild with an E from the LWO for being the first man to take off to the moon on NXT. I have never in my life seen something of that nature. Did you see that, Brock? Yeah. That was an amazing move. I'm like, Cinder, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, that was Ford-like. I mean, wow. Yeah, and you got to give everybody involved you know, credit because, you know, you he got uh, Carlito and this nigga fucking slingshotting him off the ropes. Then you got the guys have to be in a perfect position to catch him, right? You know, yep. it's... give no quarter. Mm-hmm. I, 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 KJ, did you watch it live with me or did I just send it to you? Yep, I watched it live with you. I thought he was going to hit the fucking rafters, man. It was, it was amazing. But Brock, that's a good point because they've got to be in their spots so he doesn't kill himself. So... And I wonder if they if they practiced it and how many times they were not, you know, saying that they fuck it up. I think that's one thing you just go like, I think I can get there. I think Wild probably practiced, yeah. But I mean, how do you do that? You, you just keep jumping these motherfuckers over and over again until you get it right. Like, okay. But I thought that was amazing. Well, there's a lot NXT of wild spots that they strong. do in the Indies that I'd be looking at them and I'm like, oh my god, who the fuck thinks of these things and how do you carry them out so? Perfectly. Naturally. Well, shoot. If you watch some of that uh, Moxley um, 
match from New Japan, the three way. Oh man, we gotta we gotta find out. We gotta get a fucking something to remind us when them things is on. Cause I'll stay up late to watch some shit like that. That was a hell of a match, dude. No, and I heard the Danielson Okada match was fucking amazing too. What uh, what would you expect? But did he break Okada's arm like he promised? That's what I want to know. No, he lost. Ooh, take that, Psh, bitch! Talked all that shit about Okada and lost. <laughs> And, you know, before we get into the, 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 the what is going on, man, let's – there's a lot of free agency going on um, um, in wrestling and shit, and it's fucking – it disturbs me how many people are foolish enough to sign with AEW right now. Like, because I feel like it's a little bit more rocky – place to be right now. You know what I mean? Because there's all these rumors about brothers not fucking signing them back up for their fucking TV deal. You know, they're in a place of flux right now that I would feel more comfortable working at WWE for sure. Well, JJ, weren't we discussing that a little bit? Um, watching some stuff on YouTube where, like, these these people are just, and I say the people, these podcasters and such are throwing shit against the wall. To see if it fucking sticks. JJ brought, you know, we're watching. She she mentioned like, okay, so Monet is supposedly going to go with ODE guaranteed. And then two days later, the same motherfucker's like, oh, no, she's 100% going to AEW. Same motherfuckers a day later. Well, she was going to sign with WWE, but the numbers weren't quite there. But this is exactly what happened with CM Punk. So we're pretty confident. Exactly, yeah. I, day. It's like. You're like a weatherman. You're you're gonna be right fifty percent of the fucking time. Just stop. I, I what, what did I say? Did and it's not even. I believe it when I see him, see that motherfucker come out, right? But to me, it's the it's who's already signed. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the Will Ospreys. I'm talking about even Donna Perazzo or Perazzo or whatever the fuck yeah. her name was. It's like, oh man, come on, bro. You I signed the Osprey was easy, dude. That, he likes to wrestle all over. He likes to do his own thing. Yeah, but if this company shuts down because they can't fucking find a new TV deal, then... New Japan. You don't think New Japan would, would jump in? I think mm. some, play, some people I, I, like I, Mox, I think like fucking... Osprey, they like the freedom to do what they want to do. And until WWE has that available, there are certain superstars, and Osprey is damn sure a superstar. They're going to go with, with what they're comfortable with because they can kind of come and go as they please. <clears throat> Yeah, man, but at some point, you know what I mean, you gotta you gotta think about your families and things like that. And but that's just it. I mean, if you're already in the indies, you're already using a certain amount of money, you know, it, it's worth but the, the majority of his you gotta remember and be happy. You know what I mean? But you gotta think that the majority of the time, uh when he was in the indies and, and coming up up until recently, he was a single man. He's got a family now, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, in which he, you know, he he explicitly said when when his contract was coming up with New Japan that money was going to be an issue because he has a family. And I feel uh, another thing that I worry about is I feel like the the Japanese promotions are going to be a little bit more inclined to be like, no, fuck you, you left us, fuck you. I don't think so. It's always been a thing. I, mean, I don't know if they would with AEW. I think they'd be less inclined to do that because AEW does allow them to go with versus WWE. 
Well, that may be true. Well, Brian, you remember a time when you could see Andre the Giant and AWA one week, WWE the next Brian? week, and then New Japan. Huh? Who's this oh, Brian that you're speaking to? I don't know, dude. It's like everybody has a doppelganger that's your except it's cool. <laughs> I remember right. doing a, a, a podcast with a couple of my friends and um, lies. You have friends? <laughs> Bullshit. Yep. They were there. It's weird. <laughs> Is it like um, Jimmy and our truth? <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of them called me Brian, and the other one you know, corrects him real quickly. Says, "I don't know who Brian is, but Brock is right there listening." And then the other one goes, "Oh no, no! I was talking to my neighbor Brian. What up, Brian?" <laughs> it was, it was super funny. You had to be there anyway. Yeah, it is funny. You know, uh, everybody's got a choice to make, and, and whatever. You know, I don't get. Uh, right now, I'm just to the point. I don't believe fucking anything until they come out. Like Will Osprey did come out. Yeah. AW. I don't believe none of that bullshit. But I did. Another, another thing is that I, I'm probably more upset at WWE. For not going harder to get some of these people, you know what I mean. Well, okay, who's who's to say they didn't? And like the Monet thing, the alleged reports. So but who's going to offer them more money than WWE? Well, I don't know. Uh, Khan's got a couple dollars himself. I mean, true, but I mean, still, he doesn't have that, you know, the type of versatility that WWE has now. You well, know now, what I mean? Especially with the with the, what are they TKO or whatever they're called now. Or... Right, yeah, Endeavor and shit. Endeavor, um, well, you don't know, you don't know if Endeavor is willing to pay that type of money where maybe WWE proper would have been. That's a great point. No, I I think I don't really want to risk that, you know. I think Endeavor would throw more money at it to be honest with you to beat the competitor, maybe in the future, maybe in the future, if they see hey, these returns, okay, let's use your boy. CM Punk, if they see returns are going higher and higher and higher since the signing, then I see them as as that number goes higher based on that one free agent, per se. Just for example, I see them, okay, I, I now can see paying more money to get Sasha Banks back. Because this is what, you know, getting CM Punk did. Sasha can do that in the women's. Sure, let's go ahead and open the, let's still a couple extra 100000 or or a million, whatever, you know. But until until the numbers come back, I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but so this is my because uh, I know that one of the 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 six people that listen to our podcast is Triple H for sure. Fucking sign these niggas, man. Sign sign as many people as you can. You know, let's get some some fresh meat into this fucking company. Okay, so here's something that Steve and I were talking about the other night. We were talking about, and now I can't remember who exactly it was that we were talking about, but that we said, you know, already drop the fucking belt, let the newer guys. Oh, we were talking about um, the t- the women's tag teams and stuff like that, and talking about, um, you know, some of the older tag teams, some of the older people like Charlotte. Maddie. Not that she's old, but Charlotte. Um, you know, Natty. You said Becky, for example. People that don't need another title ring, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, they they need to start like Randy Orton, the younger people. You know, shut your mouth, Brock. Exactly. See, I will jump on you like a fucking spider monkey. (laughs) On the twist, if I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew, 
Go ahead. What do you say? On the twist of it, you also have to think, how many times have we gotten mad because there's so many great people on their roster and they're not doing anything with them? So you're going to go and inflate the roster even more with great people and still do shit with the people that you don't, that you already have. Or, you know, it, it just, it, it's it's a double-edged sword. It really is. Yeah, it came up because what I was saying was, if, if they can, you, if you really want to push the tag team division with the ladies, which they don't, they, it's their hot one minute, they're not the next, or the next, next. You bring in, because it came off of the report that Trinity is supposedly signed, sealed, delivered once she's done with her contract with TNA, allegedly. So you bring her in, you, you shell out the money for Sasha, you have them come in and beat the living fuck out of the little party girls they have now. Basically tell everybody, you're on notice. We never lost this. Let them do a nice little title reign for a little bit. You, what was it, JJ? We, I, I named like nine different women's teams between Raw and SmackDown. That's plenty. That's plenty to do rivalries, but they don't do shit with it. I don't understand it. So, and again, uh, and that's the thing that I think it Becky needs to right go now back. is putting people over and over and over. She put over Nia Jax. Um, she put over Valkyrie. She even in a even in a win, or she made a lot. Tiffany shot. She pushed her to the moon with their matches, their two matches. So I think she's kind of going the way that JJ is saying, like, hey, maybe I'm not saying she doesn't want the title. Not at all. I know you're an athlete like that. You want it, but they're seeing their spots to put people over. Uh, Charlotte, yeah, she came back and it was one of the few times she made a comeback and didn't take the belt. Now, yes, she did get injured, so maybe that was in the cards, but didn't. And she was working with people you never thought, like for me, I never thought I'd see Sasha, I didn't say a good or bad thing, but I never thought I'd see her and Sasha, uh, excuse me, uh, Sasha together. Like, oh shit, okay, interesting. So it almost looks like back when COVID hit, there were stories galore and it, proof was in the pudding. Natty, while COVID was going on, was having people training their own kind of, not a dungeon type, but you know, in the performance center uh, because they weren't doing house shows and it, it improved. Uh, the person you're actually talking about at the time was then WWE Lana, but she was helping so many people. And your girl live leaps and bounds better after the time she spent with her. So I think Natty understands. I don't want to say her role. I think she deserves whatever they're going to give her. Uh, but I think she also I, knows know. my time is no longer number one. How can I help this girl or this girl? Or no, this she's girl always been, that she's and fantastic. that's why she deserves at least before she retires. She deserves one more title run. Exactly, JJ tell exactly what I said, and I think it should be something. It's gonna sound terrible, but something like winning, uh, like a Money in the Bank, and then there's a war between Becky and Rhea, or something of that nature, and then afterwards, here she kind of. No offense, that's what Liv Morgan did. Where Natty had the match with uh, Ronda Rousey, and then right after that she hit. That's how I think. That's one thing about that do it is that Natty shouldn't fucking touch a microphone ever again. Somebody should talk for Natty for the rest of her career. Yeah, I think she. I think she kind of got her dad's uh, uh, mic skills. No, but her dad was awesome just because he was so fucking explosive. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So we're going to pass him, and then we're going to pass him again. It was so, like, it, it was infectious, but, you know, she's just so, she's he such a nice person. I him twice. He was so nice to me. She's so she vanilla. Was, yeah, she's okay. very vanilla. Oh. Sweetheart, you know what I'm saying? You love her, but, you know what I mean? It's just like, no one believes that you want to beat my ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Except for Rhea Ripley wants to beat her ass in 20 seconds every fucking time. True, true. But anyway, let's keep going. Back in for 25 minutes. Let's get on with it. 20 minutes, 30 seconds, please. There goes the gorilla to fucking. Uh... <laughs> Let's do this. All right, Scuba Steve. Take us day, Daddy. Woo! All right. So we're not going to talk about SmackDown because it was kind of a bust-up gimmick. We're really not going to discuss too much about Rampage and, and that stuff with AEW because we're going to just talk right into the meat and potatoes, which, of course, is the last pay-per-view of the year by any company. The last and shittiest. Oh, we're going to get to there. World's End. I can think of wrestling did. Uh, so we're going to start with Zero Hour. Um, we will keep up. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, I believe all us finished uh, the same. So we will go over the picks as we go along. Willow Nightingale, excuse me, Nightingale versus Chris Statlander. I didn't mind the match. There was some clumsy fucking shit. And that's going to be my term of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get fucked up, do a little quarter of a shot of whatever your favorite alcoholic beverage is. Because I'm going to say every time I say clumsy... Or clunky, take it, take that little quarter shot. You'll be fucked up in the next 30 minutes. There were so many, and I'm not going to use the word botch, okay? Shouldn't use botch, but there was there were suplex attempts where it couldn't could they they couldn't help each other get the other one over. They, there was uh, even uh, there was even like a backdrop that was botched. Uh, uh, but anyway, my my when, you know my favorite thing about this is what's his name announcing. I love this dude, um, honey. Uh, uh, the mask guy? No, no, the guy, no, the black dude that was in um, dude, I am so embarrassed, dude. I love you. I'm sorry. Uh, um, um, he oh, was in uh, Stokely, Hathaway. Stokely Hathaway. Give this, give this man more time on the fucking mic. Give him the back a manager job. Something. He was fantastic during this whole thing, and it was this constant hinting that. He thought Chris Statlander would win, and I guess there were, I, I missed something where he kind of was trying to get in with Chris to be under his tutelage. So during the match, he he was very pro Chris, um, which in a funny way too. Nightingale does take the W. The shake hands are still buddies, but there was just so many fucking clumsy moments in this. They deserve better. Willow, which is surprising. Better. Yeah, which is surprising yeah. considering these two. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Statlander, since she came back, I feel that she is nowhere near the caliber she was before she left. But I think well, they pushed it. She pushed it too far, too fast with Jade mm-hmm. leaving and shit like that. So she didn't have to, the the chance to get that fucking ring rust out of her. And now she's you paying for it. Said that, but at the same token, before they come back, they're in the ring a lot practicing before fully coming back. We assume, but you don't know how much they're actually well, in the ring. I feel is. real bad about this one, guys. This one's probably my fault. She, uh, Statlander kept calling me to uh, try to work her out in the ring, try to help her out. And I really wasn't available. So, you know, half you of the know, time, uh, that's my that's- bad. A rusty Scuba Steve, you know, didn't fucking work them out. They do. You know how you don't understand how many people call me to just get in the rain, try to gas them up, blow them up a little bit, get them ready to go. And we're going to talk about somebody else that got blown up on Monday night, but that'll be another story. So, uh, you know, ladies first. You started talking about the match. Finish your uh, 
observation there, Double J. I just thought the match in itself sucked. I, I really, other than Stokely, it was just uneventful. It was, it, it just looked so sloppy, so, it looked like you were watching two newbies try to wrestle, you know? thought I was watching NXT uh, Fired Up or whatever the hell it is. Now, um, Brock, I'm going to go with you. Did we have, was our expectation level too high for this? Is that, is that the problem here? Man, I mean, that's, that's at least right? half of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that's at least half of it that we expected something better from these two. But who knows? You know what I'm saying? And, and the, the considering that the match was on the pre-show and how we AEW tends to fuck it's late. You know what I'm saying? Who knows how long they even knew that they were having a match? You know what I mean? But that's a, yeah. We're gonna talk about that. So, uh, card subject to change in a little bit. That's a great point. Brock, great point. Your your doppelganger Brian would be proud. So th- this one, I'm gonna have to give uh, the gold star picking of the night. Uh, it's gonna, I'm gonna puke. To Brock, we have a 20 man battle royal, which was announced kind of last second, but enough for us to make picks. I'm not gonna go through the competitors, but um, we we did make picks on it. I have to give. I'm gonna give Brock two stars, but only one correct pick. Because he did pick Kill Switch for the win. I took Nick Wayne thinking the same thing that Brock was thinking. Except Nick Wayne decided he wasn't even going to do it. So I'm out even before we start. But I'm going to give Jesse one star. Because she did actually pick the other finalist. I should get three stars. She took Beretta out of left fucking field. We, I, I, I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, it was random as fuck, but you know. It was. And she got I should get three stars for it. No. I can't give you more stars than, than the guy that picked correctly. Well, I mean, it was almost obvious who it was going to be. Then maybe you should have picked him. Well, I wasn't going to go with obvious. <laughs> I mean, yes, I was wrong. And that's why I'm I was the same the picks and you are not. Just Booker so of you, the year. three, you get two and three quarters. Can, I, can, we, can we agree to that? And my guy went all the way to the end. Yeah, they crushed Kill Switch at the beginning and left him there, didn't they? Not not only did I pick somebody <coughs> who out of my ass, but I also picked somebody that went all the way to the end. Let's go all the way. Um, I, you know, this was entertaining. Like I just mentioned, at the very beginning, everyone decided they were going to fuck up Kill Switch. They threw a whole bunch of shit on top of him. Ladders, chairs on my that should tables. Been, if you were watching yeah. it, it would have been the fucking clue that oh, he's gonna win this shit. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like a Royal Rumble where somebody never gets eliminated, but they're kind of on the outside or underneath the ring or whatever, and you kind of forget about the motherfucker. This is it, you know. And I'm, it, it was it was very well done. I mean, that's that's the way you do it. Uh, but again, kudos to 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 Beretta. Please give this man some fucking wins, something, man, for fuck's sake. But uh, so Brock's up up one nothing with Kill Switch winning. Now again, if uh, nobody doesn't uh, understand the rules to this, this is basically a money in the bank because the winner gets a shot, and they stress this so many times. Anytime, anywhere, they get a shot at the TNT champion. So pretty much, that was Brock's mindset. And mine is like, how, how are you going to throw a super? Now I don't even like to use the word swerve anymore because it, it should be that important. But, you know, what, what's the best swerve action? So, um, any other opinions on the uh, 
on the Battle Royale, which again, Tony Khan that, has a hard on for. That it fucking led to one of the fucking stupidest fucking wacky shits. We're not there yet. Ever to fucking happen. I hated it. For I one hate, time hate. in your life, stopping uh, pre- premature. Okay, stop. Okay. We got this, bro. That's that's Brian. That's premature, not me. Oh, the doppelganger? Yeah. Great. Every time he fucks up, it's Brian. All right, so let's uh, let's get the crack-a-crack-a-crack-a-lacking. So our next match, uh, and again, this is still the pre, pre-match, I believe. Uh, we have Hook, the FTW champion. Again with the squeaky shoes. No, no, that's actually a squeaky toy by the dog. I know, but you know what I mean? If you've ever seen the movie, um, oh, man, um, Kung Pao, uh, uh, the, oh, Kung Pao. the one where they did, it was the, it was, it was the white dude that he was, they put him into an actual Kung Fu movie, and it was, it was yes. so Yes! Is that the one where, like, he had a, uh, his fist, A thing on his right? tongue? Yeah, oh, dude, I, yes. That movie sucked, dude. It, but it was so funny, you know what I'm saying? And there's a dude called Wimplo, <laughs> Wimplo, and he's walking, and you can hear like squeaks every time he goes, and all you hear is the master in the background going again with the squeaky shoes. <laughs> well, who didn't have squeaky shoes today? Hook versus Wheeler Yuta for the FTW Championship. FTW rules. Um, there are none really. You can pretty much do the fuck you want. Um, I, I love the interaction a little bit with uh, the commentators because, of course, Hook's father, Taz, is one of my favorites. Uh, I like the fact he, he is heelish without being a heel. He, he commentates perfectly. And, you know, even um, somebody was kind of like, oh, no, it's my boy Nigel. And he's kind of like poking the bear a little bit like, yeah, it's got to be tough for you to sit here while your son's getting his butt kicked. And, and this time, of course, you'd have the upper hand. And and he's just like, no, he's got to be a man. You know, he's going to figure it out. And, and Hook did. Uh, he does um, his finisher. is called the Red Rum. It's a form of sleeper. Um, and Hook does take out Wheeler Yuta. I like the match. It was solid. Um, and I didn't think there was any way that Yuta was, was going to take that from, uh, especially because he still has his ROH championship. So, Brock, what you think? Uh, it was a good match. I didn't, you know, to to your point, man. I, I think Taz does an amazing job uh, commentating on on Hook's matches. You know what I mean? Like, even though he's his father, he doesn't show any kind of favoritism toward him. He just fucking calls it like a, a professional would. I think that that's fucking pretty dope. I think both of these kids got major fucking upsides if fucking Uter would get a fucking haircut. <laughs> I swear to God, if I met this nigga in real life, I would say, dude, like you, you're one of the greatest young wrestlers I've seen in a long time. But brother, cut that fucking stash and get the haircut, please. I would like to see what happened after you did that to him, and also when you would tell Mister Hobbs that he needs to cut that fucking hair. I oh would yeah. Like did you, you pay to see that? I would actually back uh, Brock up. Well, well, I'm, uh, I'm on the other side. I'm going to stand behind Mr. Hobbs and, and, and compliment his hair. So, JJ, what do you think of... Uh, That's because you're the fucking shaggy of our group. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It was a lot, lot better than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. And congratulations to us. We all got it right. Yay. 
All right, so we're going to jump right into the first of two eight-man tags. Uh, this can is pretty can much... we just cut to the chase that they both sucked? You shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. Mr. Dancing Garcia. <sighs> Poor kid. He got his ass whooped on that match. <laughs> He got good. I didn't, this this one I, I didn't mind as, as as much as the the next one we're gonna talk about. I I'd give this a five out of ten. Like at me. But yeah, no. This, this one was way better than the other one for sure. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude, dude, that was that was dog shit. We're gonna talk about that. And it had a lot of fucking better talent inside. You know what I mean? In in the match, and there was in the mm-hmm. other one too. Oh, so. wait, I mean, you had some of your best guys. Uh, Roosh had a couple great moments. Uh, you know, they all had great thank, moments. Thank you. That's exactly what my notes said, too. Good job. Yeah, they all had great moments. I, it's just, I don't know. I think they spent way too much time focusing on the beatdown of, of uh, Daniel Garcia, which I get. I get that they were trying to make him look like the underdog that, you know, won the whole thing. But... Well, know. they saw. I, I think I thought it was. Should have won. I, I, I thought should have won. I thought that they were doing it more of you know showing him as a legitimate threat. That's why they all went yeah. for him. You know what I mean? Which we're well, talk and there's about. definitely something with the story because if you watch it, uh, Daniel Bryanson kept or Brian Daniel, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, he <laughs> he kept looking at him, and Daniel Garcia kept looking at him like side eyed, like you know. See what I could do, you know, kind of thing. Afterwards, too, you, that's a good point because afterwards they he he got the dancing, and he, you know what it looked like to me, and I'm I'm gonna be dead wrong because we're gonna talk about what he did on Wednesday. I actually thought they were kind of looking at him like, hmm, recruit. I don't think he fit, but I'm just saying. Who was looking to recruit? No, no, no. They were kind of eyeballing him a little bit, like, okay. Who? Daniel Bryan and... uh, Oh, 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 yeah. After everything was done, and the forum in the ring, because, of course, Briscoe wants to bust some uh, redneck kung fu dance moves. You got the dancing machine, Daniel Garcia, and the other two, these two BCC guys who are straight and narrow, like, want to beat some ass, and they both kind of looked at each other, looked at Daniel, like... I would have booked it. I would have given Jay Lethal the win only because that way everyone had one win. That's the only reason I'd book Jay Lethal. Even though this set up uh, Lethal and Mr. Uh, Dunk, they're kind of talking afterwards. So I think, I think this leads uh, to a JJ, the fake JJ, and a Lethal feud while he tries to leave Sanjay. But I like that. I I, this one was okay. So can we kind of agree it was okay? Yeah. Kind of okay. And don't forget what happened, too. Mr. Matt Menard and Mr. King kind of got into it. Well, let me book this way. Matt Menard barked and, and King smacked it for it. So I don't know what we're leading to there. But, you know, keep Matt and, and talk about uh, – <coughs> I, I talked about announcers before. Matt Menard's fucking hilarious. I, I, don't, I don't mind him. He really is fucking ever. It, It's just – it's outstanding. I, I love it. Uh, so let's get to our, and by the way, we all were correct. Kind of the head scratcher of the night, but then you learn things after the fact. So we kind of get it. We have Mr. Andrade against Mr. Miro. Uh, of course, Miro is married to, uh, CJ Perry. 
Yeah, and C.J. Perry is managing Andrade. The match itself, I fucking love. I thought it was fantastic. You could tell, though. Can we get uh, Miss Perry some better acting lessons? Because you can tell about Midway, like her attitude had changed toward Andrade. Instead of being positive, she's yelling at him, come back, hit him, get up, kick out, you know, and just started trashing him a little bit. So, but as it goes on, uh, the Andrade does try the figure eight, of course, and uh, as he has his palms planted. Now, what I didn't quite understand about this, what fucking angle was the referee looking at that he couldn't figure out that, like, again, this is the peripheral vision issue I have with refs. She pulls Andrade's hand so he's no longer bridging the figure eight, which then leads us to Miro lacking in his finisher. Was it the game over? Is that what he calls this? It's like an iron sheet move. Um, which gives Miro – and they go to they go to Lana oh, – shit, sorry, Miss Perry. And she goes – Andrade's looking at her, and she goes, what am I supposed to do? He's my husband. You know what I'm supposed to do? You're supposed to manage your fucking husband the minute you walk in the fucking door. This was the dumbest but motherfucking it wasn't, that story. Was her, that was his dumbass fault. All of a sudden, walking out on her when she came out to help him and shit. So, right. But, but the it's, ending it's, of a uh, stupid ass. Storyline. This storyline uh, story fucking bit dead. Yeah, you know but it was. Well, guys, Andrade's contract is supposedly up. Supposedly. Yeah. No, he said it on <laughs> fucking on, on Instagram. He said uh, that was my last match in WWE. Yeah. It, it is up, but you, as we both, all three of us know, because of his injuries, they can add that injury time back in. And oh well, I mean, he, he may not be able to debut in another company anytime soon. We don't know what the status of that is, but definitely, it was his last matchup in AEW. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, what is it? A, a, what do you What do you call it now, guys? If somebody puts a post on, because it's called X. Do we still call it a tweet? I still call it a tweet. I'm I'm a social media idiot, so I don't know. I mean, what? It, dude, he just wrote an X. It's still a tweet. He st- he tweeted it. Okay, so he had a nice. I thought a very professional. Yes, uh, very tweet. professional. Considering it was in English too, because that's not his first language. I wasn't gonna go there. Whatever, dude. So let's think of the match, Brock. You know what? It, for what it was, it wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? And it was two guys that definitely are not happy with their position in the company that they're currently in, but they both still showed out. So, you know what I mean? I, I can't blame either of them. The The storyline, goofy shit between, you know, CJ and, and, and Miro and all that shit, yeah, you know. But aside from that, it, it wasn't all that bad. JJ, you were saying? I thought it was really good. I thought it was a very good match. A good showing for both of them. And let's just hope that uh, Miro can go to the moon. And Andrade's been doing a lot of stuff in Mexico, so I don't know you know, what he's planning. Uh, I think he'll end up there for a while. But, but we're all geniuses, by the way. We all took Miro. Yeah, yes. Very nice now, for us. The next match, and, and uh, spoiler, we all took her. Tony Sturm versus Rio. This, in my opinion, was a glorified squash. They didn't give Rio a lot of uh, a lot of offense, and that's fine. Sometimes your women's champion or men's champion needs to just beat some ass. But my MVP, Rio... uh, go ahead. And Rio's just trash. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's. Uh, whoa, whoa. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and what's funny about that is, is when you look at the level of difference between the Japanese women wrestlers in WWE and the Japanese women wrestlers in AEW, it's just like, holy shit, man. Where the fuck did you guys train? Between her and Sheeta, right? That these fucking the the Asuka and fucking um, Io Sky and, and the other Sh- other half of the uh, the, uh, the the Warriors, Kabuki Warriors. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I didn't I think about Kyrie. You know what I mean? So look, that's even that's three different. I don't know where the fucking Japan uh, these two. And then what's funny is the chick that supposedly trained uh, whatever the the other one is Yoshida. She's she's not bad. Oh, the older one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind I don't I don't mind her. I don't mind her that much. But I, you know what? I, as much as I, I, I dog this match, because it was also a little bit And then imagine that fucking uh what's her face, this one in this match was yeah. the first AEW women's yes. champion. And I love the promos by Tony Storm. Do you want to be the first or do you want to be the best? There you go. Interesting. Says it right. Says Luther, it all right. Can we give Luther a gold star? Before he gets kicked out of the match, Rio decides that she's going to – he blocks Rio from the, uh, from the uh, ring apron diving onto Storm. So she dives on to Mr. Luther. Now, you understand that Luther is a big, big, big dude. Rio's about a buck ten. He catches her. The ref is waiting to see what he's going to do. He gives Storm Rio to slam her on the outside. So it's no DQ. <laughs> it's great. Then he does this great spot, which he's done before, and I still giggle like a schoolgirl, and I love it, where he has Storm <laughs> on his shoulders. Storm grabs, in this case, Rio, but whatever opponent, insert name. And then he runs them into the ring post. And this time they didn't, ring, didn't do the ring post. He just threw her to the uh, to the floor. But unfortunately, he tries to get a little bit handsy with Rio and gets uh, thrown out, which, funny enough, about not even a minute later, Storm retains. Now, again, we have uh, Mira May, Mariah May, excuse me, come out with a pail. Now, normally it's champagne. But this time there's no champagne in it. You can't see the, the bottle. So it makes you wonder. Nope. It's rose petals and confetti and all kinds of shit. I think it was just rose petals. Excuse me. And they, they have Tony Storm in the middle of the ring getting rose petals stone on her in black and white, by the way. And she is just like swimming around. This might be one of the best gimmicks going today. Because this is fantastic. It makes me laugh. And, and Tony Storm is talented. So you great gimmick, good talent, to the moon. Brock, it's your boo. Talk to me. Or one of your boos. Excuse me. I mean, uh, amongst huh? amongst the, the the female talent in the company, she's got to be literally the the best woman wrestler there right now. You know what I mean? Like that because, is active right now. Yes, I totally. Yeah, agree. because I mean, she the only other one that I can think of is better than her is the what's her name with the thousand holds. She's coming. Oh, dude, you. Fucking took my thing, dude. They had a great promo on, on uh, Dynamite. Deeb. Deeb is back, bitches. Yes. I love Deeb. Other than that, I can't think of another female wrestler that's better than her. I like, uh, you know, like I like. Ring? 
I mean, I total like package altogether, good pick. And, uh, what's my other boo's name? Um, uh, of which company? Blue. Blue? Yeah. No, Sky Blue is one, but the other one. The yeah, fat Sky ass Blue. Two. Huh? What? The fat ass and the bad attitude. Yeah. She was in the Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh, you're talking about Anna J. Anna J. Dude, I'd be pissed if I was her. It's only because I'm high. Dude, you need to stop doing that, man. This this show does not condone that. Because I got high. Because yeah, I got high. JJ, we're thinking women's match all together. Talk to me. I mean, I'm not a Reho fan, so I struggled with it. Um. She's tiny. You could tell that everybody else is basically doing the work. Um, it just doesn't work for me. You, you can know? only try to push or shove the underdog down our throat so much. You know what I mean? Right. I, I thought it was a better match for her. Um, they had decent chemistry. But it definitely uh-huh. seemed like, like Tony Storm was carrying the match. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and, and it not only look, it was, and also it, that's where it turned squashes to me, which is fine. You know, every once in a blue moon, your world champ's got to whoop some ass, and that's exactly what she did. All right. Now to my new favorite wrestler versus a guy I love to death, but this had, this this made no sense. So originally. It was Swerve Strickland versus Mr. Keith Lee. Unfortunately, Mr. Lee get healthy as quick as possible. Love you. But uh, unfortunately, he cannot well, What is actually wrong with him? I think he's got heart problems is what it yeah, is. I, 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 I'm not saying a damn word because I don't believe shit I see on the internet. Fuck you, Al Gore. Uh, it's well, it's obviously a weight issue, right? I, nah, nah, I don't know. It, it could be that the weight is affecting his heart. Um, but after he got COVID, he had a lot of heart issues. Like that, that, that is true. After COVID, he had some issues, but I don't know if this is part of it. I don't know. Swerve Strickland roofied him and he couldn't do it. I have no idea. But, but Keith Lee, please fuck wrestling, get better. Seriously. So, and I was still looking for the, were we all looking forward to that match finally after about a year now? Oh my God. So much. Especially because, again, they kind of just sprung it on us, you know what I mean? Like, a, a week before the match. Well, you got to, though, him. Brock, because we talked about last week. Because Swerve was still in the Continental Classic. So they didn't have yeah. time to really push, you know what I mean? The way they yeah. pushed it, if you recall, was Keith Lee going through, like, Brian Cage and some of the other uh, mogul guys. And keeps saying, I'm going to keep going until I get to him. So this is this is my problem. God, I love the the classic. There was a couple issues I had to talk about last week, but you couldn't push this match because you didn't you didn't want to let people know that Swerve wasn't going to win. <laughs> who comes yes. Who comes up? The natural, the natural. Dustin Rose decides to step the fuck up with his God bless this dude, man. ass. Uh, no, he's what about 50, 54? But but. He's in better shape now than he was with Goldust, in my opinion. Could be wrong. Um, it could be no. just a CD war. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I think he is. But, but Dustin comes in, 
Swerve just murks the fuck out of him before the bell rings, which is again. But let's talk about let's talk about the obvious thing here. Prince Nana is a fucking badass. They should make movies with his dancing skills, like Staying Alive, uh, Fame, whatever. This dude is badass. I love the cat. But uh, Rose comes to the ring. Swerve fucks him up. They fuck him up with a cinder block. And the it's funny. Even the announcers didn't seem to know exactly. He kicked him in the fucking ankle with a cinder block under it. They were talking knee. They were talking Achilles. So pretty much Rhodes just gets crushed. They start carrying him to the back. Rhodes goes, fuck this. I'm coming back. Since the uh, since the, the bell had not rung, what Swerve had done is legal. And I think also Rhodes is 1-0 against Swerve, and that was actually a DQ. So uh, he, this is what I was a little confused about. And, and Brock, Jared, I thought what they were going to do is just squash uh, Rhodes. They didn't. Rhodes had a shitload of offense after getting his ass kicked for about 10 minutes. My problem, and I'm surprised with Rhodes with this, was th- there was times he forgot to limp. It happens. That's got to be fucking hard to keep up, man. Like, I know, right? It, it's and it's like, which leg is it? Yeah, no, which I've tried to many times in my life, and it was a bitch. Up with the fuck, it's a motherfucker. But you know what? They gave. I just understand why they gave Rhodes so much offense. And and again, big Dustin fan, fucking great. Grew up with this guy. Uh, but I, I would have no, especially after crushing him, I would have I would have just continued the squash and fucked him up more. I love now, if you asked. I mean, if you asked uh, Swerve, it seemed like he thought he did fuck him up. So you know, and I, and there wasn't a squash, was it? It, it definitely wasn't. But you know what I mean. It it seemed like it was kind of, and, and according to him, like I said, my favorite part about it. You know what I mean? Is as he's walking back to the fucking dressing room. You're gonna you saw my notes, you dickhead. Swerve Strickland says, I'm not yep. gonna waste my time on any shit like this anymore. You're not gonna waste my fucking time with shit like this no more. You see you I see love the scrum that. afterwards? Yeah. Oh uh, it's uh, that, I was gonna say that, that. That I love the fact that after the match he goes, You're all on motherfucking notice. Yes, absolutely. Them, and, and especially in the scrum, he goes, Man, it's gold. All he praise goes, you know, to fucking Swerve Strickland, man. Like, I don't understand how WWE allowed this nigga to leave, bro. Like, that shit is... Because they, the, do you think sometimes they don't have the freedom to do what they want and maybe they restricted him? What do you think? I don't know, but you know what I mean? All I know is that they released him... Like, I, I, of all the people that I would have kept... And they kept Flop Dollar? No, they didn't keep Top Dollar. They they fired yeah, him and got him back, but it did. was too late. After they got rid of him. No, I mean they they fired the whole hit row, and then they brought back that. everybody but Swerve because Swerve was already in fucking AEW. I want to my point, though. But anyway, I see your point. It, it's bro, the talent in this nigga is fucking through the roof. Match quality, promo, and uh, like it, it was funny is that like, so we raised. Uh, me and Double J both have sons, and we raised them both to be wrestling fans, and they both kind of went their own way with it, you know what I mean? And, and hasn't haven't really been fucking wrestling fans like that, like that. But 
they both, you know, like they'll both come in and see me watching it and be like, oh, that guy's still there. And they, so they still recognize people and everything like that. Yep. And um, I remember Nick was in here while that match was going on. And he was, he's, his problem with AEW is that he feels like nobody can talk at AEW. Nobody has good fucking Mike's promo good. quality. And uh, I, I told him, it's like, you haven't seen them go at it yet. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of good fucking talkers in, in AEW. Just... They're solid. And, and fucking uh, Swerve Strickland is definitely one of them. Yeah, fucking right. And, and the whole presentation. A, a category, fucking he may have gotten lucky with Nana, you know what I mean? And the fucking dance, but it just adds to the presentation that is something great. And I know that when we get to, uh, what is it, Dynamite? Uh, this oh week. boy! Oh boy! Where fucking Scoop Steve must have busted a nut. <laughs> no! I felt I was back in high school with a sock. But uh, yeah, Swerve Strickland pushed this guy to the moon. Don't let him go. If you're smart, AEW. If you're smart, WWE. Snatch him up as soon as you possibly can. I thought it was a great fucking match, and I'm glad it wasn't a complete squash. I'm glad that they let um, Dustin have the dignity he deserves because he's an underrated, uh, great fucking absolutely in ring worker is. Oh my god, he is fucking fantastic, and he is fucking. What's funny is that he fucking he's gotten better with age. You know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna find wine. It's almost like his dad. I think his dad got better with age. Yeah, I think he is too. Um, he was great when he was Goldust. I mean, I, I watch things now that I'm like, because I I didn't really watch the Goldust era. I I I didn't like it, but now I watch some of the things and I'm like, oh my god, he was so fucking good. Especially when he got electric, he got tased, and they had to stutter for a while. It was so good that he broke Triple H and Ric Flair twice. Oh yeah, <laughs> like a month. You're talking two Hall of Fame motherfuckers that are good on the mic themselves, right? So JJ couldn't agree more with you, and and I tell you, Brock, you just steal my notes because I, what I really liked at the end, it, it, it th- this is such an interesting combination between, and no offense, to the rest of the mobile the whatever there, between Nana and Swerve. Nana's doing the fucking dance and getting everybody riled up. We'll talk about it more in a little bit when I finally pass puberty. And you've got Swerve. He doesn't dance. He just walks right the fuck through. Even uh, the last pay-per-view when they had the dancers. Oh, my God. It was such a great presentation. You got Nana with him. Nope. Swerve's going to the ring to fuck somebody up. Um, as serious as a man can be. Next year, yeah. Tony Khan's a fucking moron. If you do not put some gold on this guy, and especially now because he's basically said it, the the, the I don't call it scrum. It's a press conference afterwards. He was, hey, I'm not wasting my fucking time. He didn't say fuck, but I'm not wasting my time anymore. I'm not. That was a way Dustin wasted my time. I love the and way he even he said also the company said wastes his time. From, that um that if Keith Lee wants to come at him later on, yes. he's going to have to level up and get to his level. Somebody fucking else stole my notes. And can we all agree, like, they cannot turn him heel. Like, they're trying. Like, he's breaking center boxes over motherfuckers. Keith Just Lee, leave him where he's at, you know what I'm saying? Why does, yes. 
Well, you know what I mean? Why are you gonna fucking label him heel or otherwise? Just fucking leave him exactly you where can't he's heal at. Heal the motherfucker. He's well, like people, Lynch. We've talked about that. There's people who you just can't label them. Randy Orton's one of those people that he could be heel or he could be baby, just depending on the day. And people love him regardless. Yes. Leave it alone. Let them be Ooh. who they are. Let them fucking have the fans love them, no matter what they do. People like heels. A lot of times, the heels are more entertaining. You know, this is in fucking nineteen eighty where Hulk Hogan and he was gold, and everybody wanted Brother. that. Yeah. No, you had the Attitude Era that fucking changed it all around. That people, you know, show their true it's colors. Totally they didn't like the fucking edgy shit. Well, Scott Hall said in the in his like something speech of uh, the Hall of uh, the Hall of Fame. Correct me if I'm wrong, Grog, but it was like uh, bad times happen. No, it's um, it's um, hard work pays off. Bad times don't let no no. We're, I'll have it downloaded in two minutes. But people love no no no. It's oh, it's hard work pays off. Bad times don't last. No, no, no. Shit, I just fucked it up again. Oh, oh, oh. Um, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last. But bad guys do. Bingo. People love bad guys. You know? And it's it, now I say that yes, they're gonna boost some motherfuckers out of the building. We'll talk about a little bit, but this guy, oh god! But I he, mean, it's proven. It, it's been a proven thing. Contract is double it, fucking double it right now. <clears throat> it's been proven that anytime anybody has tried to shove somebody down our throats, they've gotten booed out the fucking building. And it's Roman you know Reigns. we're talking about Cena, we're talking about Roman Reigns. You can't do that. You got to let the fans pick who they're going to pick and then push that dude. His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. So we're back. Turnbucks and Brass Nucks. We're going over, uh, what was it, Day's End or End of Days or? Day's End? What are you, what are you going to a hotel? Life's <laughs> End or? World's End. World's End. All those things are appropriate you know uh, synonyms for that. So glad that we talked so positive for the last, let's be honest, 10 minutes about Swerve Strickland, right? Yes. Because now we're going to talk negative. I'm going to talk negative. This is my shitter of the night. The second eight man tag Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Sting Darby Alvarez, Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Warehouse Hobbs. That wasn't even me. That's how bad it was. And Tequesta, which I, I'm so bad Tequesta was in there because we're going to talk about him on Wednesday. Unreal. I will give one piece of credit. And it goes to the announce, uh, the announce team because, of course, Tav's one of them. Somebody, and it might have been Nigel, or it could, or it could have been, uh, oh, fuck, the mass dude. I love him. But... Excalibur. 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 Dude, I should know this. I, I, I love that story. So, anyway. They bring up the fact, movies for sure. Yeah, they bring up the fact how there was a war between Hobbs and Starks. 
we actually kind of mentioned that last week, I think. During our uh, during our predictions, like, can they get along? Dude, they, uh, maybe Tony Khan's one of the six. I will give them a bunch of credit. They kind of mention it because they were part of Taz's group at, with uh, Cage for a while. And, you know, the way they kind of try to explain it is like, hey, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, whatever. So I, I like the fact they acknowledged it. Sorry, Roman. This match fucking sucked. There were so many botches, clumsy fucking moments. No offense, Sting. Sting's trying to slam Starks. Sting was supposed to do a different move, part of it, and they did it three fucking times and finally got it right. Uh, you don't do that, bro. Like come right, on. This, this match fucking sucked. JJ, you go next. I'm done. No, it was garbage. It was straight garbage. They looked old as fuck. Um, it, the only entertaining part, honestly, and it was it. kind of entertaining and sad at the same time, was watching it. the people boo Jericho. Woo! Um, Fuck you, Chris, was uh, running through the crowd. And by the way, Brock, no, I think JJ, you said something. Brock, I think, said something, too. They didn't bleep it out. Pay-per-view. Yeah, that was, I mean, just, I don't know. And even that part of it, it's like, fuck, man, you know, you guys are all basing shit on speculation without any exactly. fucking... Exactly. I was about to say the and same. JJ, how, 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 how long this. did we spend on this? As JJ and I, we, we, down, we went through so much uh, YouTubes of people I've never motherfucking heard of, but they had facts about this, allegedly facts about that. You know what? We don't know. No, even the dude that fucking set it off fucking kind of retracted the whole fucking thing. You that know what I mean? Motherfucker backtracked. And then he comes out. I didn't backtrack. Bitch, I don't even know who the fuck you are. You're a lot more famous than I am and smarter, I guess. But no, this one thing on YouTube put both interviews. Remember that, JJ? Yeah. Like back to back. And it's like, hmm. The only thing he didn't contradict himself on both interviews, he did say he hated Chris Jericho, basically. I'm paraphrasing, sir. Don't sue me. I didn't get any fucking money. But yes, yes, Brock, you're this this thing. I don't know what the fuck. It was what four years ago. I don't even know. I mean, it's it's not even worth you know bringing if up it's until has any it fucking fucking punishment. sucks. There's she's the victim, and there should be punishment. But when allegedly this person quit the company. They quit the company, didn't get fired, but quit. If, if there was cause of uncomfortable uh, behavior, if there was bullying, hey, I'm, no, and, I'm Chris and, Jericho, but nothing's come through with this. So and it's not to say that, women that but I mean, like, it, it wouldn't be the first time a woman has said a guy has done something that they didn't fucking do, you know, just well, because and, they and were up. That to- is the shit that pisses me off because she didn't even really say anything. She didn't give a heart emoji. Yeah, she put a heart emoji on something. That's it. That was her thing. And that shit pisses me off because God knows how many women really are harassed and they're scared to say anything because stupid bitches do stupid shit like this, you know? Exactly. Yeah, no. And then, you know, women need to fucking, you know, they they need to be protected in these circumstances. Yes. 
100%. so that they don't feel uncomfortable or scared to fucking speak out when it actually does happen. Exactly. But that's a whole fucking uh, sociology thing that you know we're not going to get into tonight. If that's it's proven that she went to Tony Khan. Hey, Chris, well, right now, the only thing everybody reads on there was a pass. All right, yeah, now, let's get back to it. We're, we're not, I, you know what? If it happened, fuck him. If it didn't, fuck her. Because just like JJ said, it's going to hurt people fuck where something that fucking open his mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck, if she wasn't saying anything, who the fuck were you to, to talk for her? You know what I mean? Just shut the fuck up. Um, anyway. This match sucked, um, yeah. and, and my one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is is being made to look kind of fucking whack. And this is okay. This so, is the worst he's looked, though, Brock. But this is again why I say I don't understand his thought. I'd never understood. I, I understood why he didn't want to go to WWE initially, but other than that, I, I, his run in TNA was fucking. They had it had. Little glimpses of of of, of dopeness, really? but for the most part, it was it wasn't fucking anything special. And then his run in AEW with with Darby has been cool, but you know, still, it, it just seems like a waste of his legacy. I, I feel like he should have stood in WWE and left it at that. Uh, I disagree. I I like him at AEW. I think for what he's wanted to do. As an older person, I think it's been a great run. I think and he's a great had athlete. a great showing. Right. And I don't think that WWE would have let him do the things that he's doing. Going to, no, you know, I think the next match WWE. is the Christian Edge match. But that would have been, it, 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 it still, you know what I'm saying? Like, if oh, to say that I wouldn't have let a 60-year-old man jump off a fucking balcony, am I really wrong for that? No, but if he wants to, and he's gonna make it look no, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like I I gotta protect an old man from himself sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like fuck out of here. Again, if we if we're all ready to move on to the next match, to the Christian Edge match. No, that wasn't the next match, but it was better. It's better than what the fuck we saw. But it's better than you know. It it was a good fucking. Well, I mean, let's fuck it. Let's go into it. It was a great fucking. That's not the next match. But we're going into it because I already brought it up. Um, it was a great. I don't even know what you argue. I don't, I don't <laughs> you just uh, by the way, everybody, we all took the right team. So, so let's just get to that fucking thing. She it, wants to talk about Christian and Edge. They're, they're and Edge, go. go. It was a great go. fucking match. They got to do the shit that I mean. We were watching it. Steve and I were watching it and thinking. There is no way in fucking hell that anybody in WWE would let these guys do the shit that they're doing, knowing how severely injured their necks were. There is but no that's not a wrong thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a bad thing that they wouldn't have let them do it. And thankfully, you know what I'm saying? Thank the Lord that these niggas made it through to the other side. But to say that I wanted to protect my fucking person, and we're villainizing these niggas for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that doesn't I'm make not sense. villainizing them. I'm not. I understand. It sounds like you are, to be honest. No, I mean, it's and I don't argue because I'm with they you. They did so. take. They're, they're taking care of their guys. But would you have been able to get the fucking match quality that you got by fucking holding their hands? Yes. No. Absolutely. Between these two guys, these two professionals who know each other better than fucking shit on the fucking street. Yeah, of course they could. 
don't think so. But, okay, so as good as this match was, is as fucking terrible as the fucking ending was. Bro, I, I, I can't stress enough how mad I was at this fucking shit. How oh, you yeah. mad? You picked the Battle Royal winner, dude. What do you think was going to fucking happen? It was gonna be a I thought, I thought, you know, no, I, but I, I didn't even perceive when I picked that winner, I didn't know that there was a title match on the line for it. You know what I mean? I just picked somebody to win. You're full of motherfucking shit. Am I? Did I know? Yes, we thought about it. it. That's oh, the well then. I picked Nick Wayne. I just think it sucked. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't for a fucking TNT title match, that little fucking pubic bear bitch. Oh, but then it would have been so for me. It would have been better for Christian to win the match and then Luchasaurus come and fucking cash in on him. That's a better fucking story. You pick Christian. I pick Christian. The winner though was JJ because the match winner was Adam Copeland. I don't know. That's debatable, man. No, it's not. Nope. No, it's nope. Not. No, 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 no. It kind of is. No, he won the match. JJ, give me give me one second. I apologize for nothing. So hypothetically, let's say that your dream came true and that Christian did win, who you took, which I took wrong. Um, and let's say that Luchasaurus wasn't in the match, so it wouldn't have, it would have been a whole uh, different story. What two people were in the match? Christian and Edge. Who took the win to get who took the, the belt home title? Uh, that wasn't the question. <laughs> uh, uh, you're trying to do this little asterisk bullshit. Uh, like, well, if so and so is going to fucking do it, no, shut it. What I thought was going to happen. I'm not happy about it. I thought it happened similar to what happened. What I thought was going to happen was Luchasaurus would win it, would win the, the Battle Royal. He'd come and get the me- the belt off of Edge right after the match, and then fucking Christian would take it right back, just like he did before. But like, and then they have I a whole fucking story. Fucking later shit on about with- a bitch nigga, like bro. I don't, I don't fucking respect bitch made niggas, kid. And I can't be a fucking six foot something, two hundred something pound nigga and taking fucking orders from a littler nigga than me. But I can't fucking. It doesn't make fucking logical sense in the real world to me. So but I it can't happens fucking... all the time. How many fucking times have you seen the little guy be the boss of these big fucking guys? But being a boss in a fucking in a situation like that is different. You know what I'm saying? This is a physical sport. This is talking about physicality. I could beat the shit out that nigga right now, take my title, and fucking walk. It's it's not the same. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, I don't know. At the end of the day, I think Christian could still beat him. Brock, do you think I want to lose to her? No, I do not. Is she right? No, yeah, she's right. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I just like fucking with her. He just likes to make me mad, that's all. Just yeah, that's, that's, why, that's, that's why he picks who he picks for the top male. That's my pleasure. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't figured out already, basically, uh, Christian Cage and Adam Copeland have a fantastic fucking match. Five star. Fuck you, uh, Melzer. Don't give a fuck what you say. Uh, the funny part was they lit up a table. Um, and funny, funny that enough, part of the match, the, the same, huh? That that part they fucked it up so bad. Yeah, well, this is what I didn't know. I'll go for the intranet. Was the outfit that uh, Edge, excuse me, Adam Copeland was wearing is the same one he wore when he faced McFoley 
They said it when he came to the ring. Yeah. I mentioned that. I mentioned it. It was Swerve when I drive. They mentioned it when he came into the. It's a fantastic uh, callback, I guess you'd say. Yeah. And they tried the same thing, but Cable was on fire for a minute and then no longer on fire. It was that when he hit the table, he hit it like right at the, 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 the back end. So the table flipped and that's where the fire went out. Right. Hardly fucking it. hitting it. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't break the table. It didn't do anything fucking cool that they did the first so time. It up again. Now here's, here's what I hate. People on the internet. No, let me backtrack. Well, I don't hate everybody. They're like, oh, when he did put Nick Wayne through the table, Nick barely hit the table. Do you want the guy to die in fire? Like, hey, the table broke but I mean, if the you second time. Spot, do the fucking shit right, you know what I mean? Now, That's and, 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 but also, do we know if that wasn't a, a clumsy move? And I'm not saying that Adam Copeland's clumsy or, or Nick Wayne, but hey, dude, I mean, this is 20-something minutes into this match, 1820. Dude, adrenaline's gone. You're a little tired. You can't chuck the little fucker that weighs about a buck five. But you got to know your fucking limits and and then say, okay. <laughs> You're gonna tell a wrestler their limits, bro. But I mean, yeah. but you got to fucking know <laughs> the truth. You know what I mean? Yes, they, they you should. Their fucking yes, you should. I, I agree. And if you're not feeling it, don't do it. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no shame in saying I can't do it. Let's just move on to the next spot or whatever. Or, or say Nick Wayne, can you help me out a little bit? Because you're not doing anything out there being a little bitch. No, I don't like that fucking. You know what I mean? Like, this is the second time where a a dead wrestler's wife has like linked up with another man very shortly after their husband died and it's fucking whack. Has it been short? I thought he was I thought he's been Oh, you know what? And, and uh, if I'm being honest, I don't know how long ago Nick Wayne's dad died, so I can't say that that's the, But that's that's and, and, and let's be honest too. It's just about- married. And he, he, he this this father of the year had his own daughter thrown out of the arena because he didn't have credentials. So that's all you need to know right there, Brock, right there. But uh, I am giving JJ the W. For unfortunately, sure. you can bullshit all you want to, but you, you can kiss my ass. You got, you know what? You got to. I stand for show, nigga. I right? don't be fucking getting all hippity hoppity <laughs> on me. <laughs> you are high or something, thing. That hippity hop, hip hip hippopotamus, hippopotamus, hippopotamus. Oh, he's he's these are easier. So she gets the W. Christian does lose. Here comes Kill Switch, Luchasaurus, where the fuck you come. It looks like this is where Luchasaurus, Kill Switch goes, you know, maybe a little bit because he is ready to just tear into uh, Adam Copeland. Not sure exactly what uh, code word that he whispered into Luchasaurus, Kill Switch's ear. It almost looks like Winter Soldier where there's a code word and he goes, okay. Because what happened? He gave the contract directly. That, to that's only, that's only thing I say that that could make it okay is is that he has something over him, like you know financially or fucking you know. Maybe thing. he knows like, he was on Epstein's island. Exactly, you know what I mean. Yeah. So he's that's on the on only list. reason why it's feasible. But it's still, it, it's clumsy. It's shitty. It's fucking lazy. Lazy, thank you. Such a good fucking match. 
We can all agree right. the match was good, right? It was okay. I didn't like it as much as you guys did, but no, I said I said it's good. I didn't say it was great. I didn't say it was excellent. I said it was good. Oh well, I just said I didn't like it as much as you guys did. Right, so, so we gave it a six. You gave it a four. It's all good. All right. But uh, but the, the, but I will say, if you're going to detract points for the ending, I am all for that. Because that, JJ, you said it. He said it. Lazy fucking booking. That's fucking lazy. No, and this is what I'm Adam Copeland, and I'm saying this is what I came to fucking AEW for. You know, I don't think he minds putting over Christian, but that that was bogus as fuck. Well, this was that's a so, shitty. So let's ending. talk about the match that was actually after the shitty eight man tag. But but I, I gotta say this, JJ, I appreciate your your uh, fire about the match because you're like fuck the protocol, fuck the order. We're talking about this shit, so I appreciate that. That is the other quarter star you get back from the battle royal. So you tied him. So there you go. Julia Hart and Abaddon. Um, the, I will say one thing: the crowd was in this shit. So, and at the end of the day, that is as a promoter or an owner of a company, whatever that that's what you want. Whether it's boos or yays, you want something, and they got it. Um, but we get to funny enough. This is probably well. The thing with the 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 Copeland match, it was an ODQ match. So yes, there were shenanigans, but I can't complain about it because it's an ODQ match, right? Well, unfortunately, one of I don't know how many boos uh, Brock has right now, but she decides to stick her nose in. The match is, is pretty solid. The crowd is actually chanting, "This is spooky." I'm saying uh-huh. that again. That's that's what you is is Tony promoter, whatever or Vince or. Triple H or Shawn Michaels, whomever, that's what you want. You want that interaction, and they got it. The match quality was okay. It was You could kind of tell they've never really worked together. They had the tag match, but they never really had a singles prior. Um, it was kind of fast-paced, which was surprising. But at the end of the day, Brock's boo, sky blue, shows up, knocks Abaddon off the top rope. Um... And uh, I tell you what, though, I will say that Hearts, Julia Hearts, um, Moonsaw is actually pretty damn solid. It looks, it looks good. She looks, she's, you tell she's very confident in that move. But she does that for the win. Ab, uh, she beats Abaddon. So she is still your TBS champion. I'm going to go to the, uh, the boo killer here. Let's, uh, let's talk to Brock. Brock, what do you think? Uh, they were they were definitely clunky moments in this match as well. Again, take your quarter shot. But the right person won. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to see my boo. <laughs> Even though I like her better in the in the other role than she in this role per se. But you know, what you mean? know what the leather, dude. I sent you I sent you the thing off of uh, Facebook with all the leather shots. I thought you liked that. Yeah, no, I like her in the booty shorts better. But you know, yeah, tweet just. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Um, but yeah, no, she, you know, they did that thing. Um, <coughs> Abaddon is is a fucking unique ass wrestler. She's good. I like her. And, really and you know what I mean. And I'd like to see her get you know uh, a little bit more shine. You know what I mean? Because she's she's so unique in that respect. You know what I mean? Like. Like she's legit spooky looking, you know what I mean? Like she's creepy looking. Whoever does her makeup, 
or if she does it herself, big ups to y'all because you make that bitch look as fucking creepy as you possibly can. Creepier than any other wrestler in any in men, woman, whatever. She is definitely the creepiest looking wrestler that has ever existed. Now, JJ, at one time, I think it was last week, actually, you said you've seen pictures of her without the makeup, and she's okay? She's kind of pretty. Yes. Yeah, so, so that even gives more cadence to what Brock just said. Hey, makeup lady, two thumbs up. JJ, what would you think of the match? I mean... It was okay. Um, okay. It, it, I felt like it made um, not Abaddon, the other girl. Art. You could tell her deficiencies more when you're with somebody better in the ring. Well, but, but isn't it? I think it's opposite. I, I, ah, huh? I was going to say, now, if you're the it's probably the opposite wrestler in the ring. And, J.J., I'm going to use uh, – this is going to piss Brock off. I'm going to use the match you and I always say. <laughs> Tiffany Stratus and uh, – excuse me. Uh, Stratus and Strat- – no, 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 no. Um, you don't talk about Flair and – Oh, and Stratus. Yeah. Um, Stratus, excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. Their names are familiar, you know. And I'm, you know maybe I was partying with uh, Yeet and Rhodes in the uh, bus when they won the world title. Who knows? So – it reminds me of that where you could – it was a good match, but you could tell one was carrying the other. So if you're saying Abaddon is – I still – I, you know, I still Again, disagree I said with that fucking spit. I know, I know. That's, that's one of your 20 <laughs> boos. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to make a fucking list of boos. They're not my boos. Neither one of them was my boos. Now, she – like, did I have a crush on Trish Stratus when I was younger? Yes, but there you go. they're your, my that's boo. That's your younger boo. Now, so so if what you're saying is Abaddon is the better wrestler in the ring, it is her duty to satisfy. No, not that. It's her duty to carry that match. So no, no, I'm the not about carrying it. I'm just talking about like there's certain moves. That okay, that, that's fine. Okay, way more fluid than the other. Just like with the Trish Stratus Charlotte match, you could tell that Trish Stratus was not smooth in the ring. And Charlotte was carrying it. I don't know what y'all saw in there, that says that, but uh, in this case, you know what? We three of us are going to sit down. I think it was two unexpected. If it was two not super experienced wrestlers, and that's why we got clunkiness when we saw the clunkiness. But anytime Julia Hart has been in the ring with somebody really seasoned, it's been really good. No, I'm going to agree with that. And I think she and, and I tell you what I don't, I don't know if they're piping it in or what, but all the announcers saying the same thing like, "Hey, what is she? She's only what twenty four, I think, something like that. She's really been wrestling, you know." No, Julia Hart is a baby, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, that, that's what. Uh, and she has a great upside to her. You know I mean? It's kind of like, is it too soon for her? Is she seasoned enough? I think she's done a solid job. Was she the best wrestler in that ring that night? No. Is she going to be the best wrestler most nights? Probably not for the next, I'd say, year. But she has made such a great um, uh, stride. The stride she's made is unbelievable from going to AW Dark, where she started. I love the character with the House of Black. Even though Absolutely. I would like to see 
more of uh, Brody come out, Brody King. Yes, I. That's exactly. And you know what's funny about that, suit, dude? And that black no, suit yes. Like, I'm a big yes, dude, but I look good. Yes, I'm yes. But I absolutely, good. absolutely. I, I said the same shit when I saw her come out. I was like, why yep. the fuck is Where this thing is coming he? out with her? It's like, fuck, what's going on? Because But the whole House of Black seems like that. You know what I'm saying? They're, because they're, they're fragnating, if you will. Like, it's it's now Malachi and Matthews, and then it's... Brody by himself and her and... Well, now, but you remember, he used to come out with her. <laughs> yeah. Bless, bless you. So no, no, I liked it. I liked what he did. That was badass. Like she's, have you noticed too? She's not wearing all black all the time now. She mixes the some last red. Couple matches. She's she actually wore some pink in the last one. So I don't know, but anyway, I, I would like to see more of Brody King kicking some ass in the ring, and Brody King looking like he's about to kick your ass outside of the ring in a suit. That's some badass shit. Word. Um, but I'm gonna give it Brock. Shocker. You need a second? No, keep talking. All right, man. I know you've been under the uh, under the the weather. And ladies and gentlemen, he hasn't he has been under the weather. Give him big props, big props. All right, so we're gonna get to. Uh, I tell you, this I'm not gonna see a match of the night, but this is a pretty fucking good match, and it should be because they know each other so well. For the Continental Championship, the Eddie Kingston <laughs> championship. It's uh, it's also for New Japan Strong and the RH World. Um, as much as last week, or maybe he's going to combine this. Um, I I really wanted other people involved, but you got to swallow the pill you get, and you got to look at this match objectively. This match is fucking good. Uh, Danielson actually, I think, really helped this match of commentary because right out of the gate, Taz calls out his favoritism. You know, he's part of BCC. He goes, no. He goes, if I said to myself, if I couldn't win or be in the final, I wanted to sit right here. And going back to what he said about Taz looking at Hook, for example, announcing his matches, dude, I got to say, Danielson was great on the mic. He's so knowledgeable. Now, maybe he's in on the script. I don't know. But he, in the middle of, like, some reversals and stuff, he's like, no, if he takes his elbow, this is going to happen. He takes his knee, it's going to – takes the ankle. Man, it is fantastic. He's a great color commentator. But he was right down the middle. He he didn't – you know, there, I think there was one shot with Mox. He thought he had the W, and he kind of jumped up. Yeah. Other than that. He was perfectly cool. Uh, he was fantastic. The match was great. Um, I'm going to say it was the best match of the night, and, and and I'm so glad, you know, because there were some stinkers on this motherfucker. Um, like Eddie, not like Eddie, doesn't fucking matter. He's a triple crowner. Um, he won the match. They gave this thing a ton of time. And as Simon Miller would say, there was a bunch of one, two oohs in this. I love that statement. Uh, but it, he got it. It, uh, it. Eddie is your triple crowner. And I really think he, in this, as much as I wanted them to push younger, uh, maybe he got this right. Brock, did you get it right? I believe I did. No, no. Did they? 
Oh, did they get it right? Story-wise, yeah. yeah. You know what? Ultimately, story-wise, I think it was a good look. You know what I mean? Uh, He's such a fucking, like, fan favorite. And, like, people root for him, like, hard body. So, you know, it wasn't a bad choice to let him fucking have this. And it meant, you know what I'm saying? He put up his two belts for this fucking shit. So, you know what I mean? Like, it meant a lot to him. So... And they even swerved us at the beginning, making them lose the, the, the two first two matches to make it think that he was coming from behind. So they, in retrospect, yeah, they, they, they did a lot of great shit. I don't know if Mock should have been the one that, that was at the end, but at the same time, considering their history and the ending of it, I thought at, all, at the end of the day, it was a feel-good story and it worked. So I'm okay with it. Okay. Did you feel good about that, JJ? Yeah, it was good. I liked it. You know, again, I think they made the best best of it for me as a fan, knowing that I was not a fan of the final. You know what I mean? They did a great job. Uh, yeah, um, that was you. You took the word out of my mouth. It, you know, considering the, like football. the two teams match, in the it was a lot ball. better than I anticipated. Yes. The two teams Super Bowl are two, two teams you don't really care about, but they had such a good fucking game, then holy crap, this is a good game. So, eh. any other comments you'd like to make there, JJ? Mm-mm. Well, now we get to our main event. We got MJF and Samoa motherfucking Joe. Now again... We're coming off a show for which Samoa Joe made a deal with the devil. For which, unfortunately, ends uh, the ROH tag team reign of MJF. And time to find out, you know. <sighs> Surprise. Whoa. Did she just yawn? Yeah. Like, very flagrantly. You know what I mean? Oh, like, shit. Jesus Christ, man. Did you not like the match? Like, I miss Mojo and MJ No, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I couldn't help. You it. know, maybe maybe somebody yawned around her and she felt she had to yawn too. I don't, I don't know. No, I couldn't help it. Blame it on so, the alcohol, baby. So we get we get to the match, and I'm telling you what, MJF is wrapped up like a fucking mummy between the shoulder. Uh, what was it? The hip. He's got a bunny. He, he still has a a guard, I guess you call on a shoulder. What do you call that? Guard? A brace? Brock? So they're setting up right away that MGF is not close to 100%. And the match itself, and I love Samoa. I love me Samoa. And it was a solid match. It's interesting to watch somebody like MJF just go super baby face, which is basically what he was in this. He was a super underdog. He had gotten beat, his ass beat, what, the Wednesday before? Mm-hmm. Is that when, uh, you know, Small took him out with a chair, if I'm not mistaken. So the match is fantastic. It was all about storytelling, though, in my opinion. Um, it, there, there's there's a point. Okay, well, let's say this. Here comes the BFF, Adam. Adam! 
comes out to the ring on crutches, and you're thinking he's going to give him that boost, just like if you remember he did in New York when he came down and fucked up his ankle in the first place and gave MJF that boost that he needed to defeat Samoa Joe. Well, not enough. Samoa, Samoa takes him out. Good match. Um, do we talk about the reveal now, or do you want to talk about the match? And then the no, reveal? go ahead. All right, so... What's funny about that is that Scuba Steve called the winner of the match and I called the fucking devil. No, no, we all three called the devil, by the way. Did we? Yes. Yes, we all took Adam as the devil. We all took Adam as the devil. But I was the only one to take Samoa. You definitely was. So, I was all that. He still did not win the fucking picks for the year. No, no one. Oh! <laughs> Dude. Alright. Alright, motherfucker. <laughs> Alright, so basically what ends up happening, ladies and gentlemen, is, is after the match is over, Samoa is nowhere to be found. Adam Copeland, excuse my apologies, so many Adam. So Adam cheers up his buddy. The crowd's cheering for MJF. It's his home state, hometown. And as they're doing it, he sees he's trying to boost his buddy. Here comes the devil, guys. And you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Well, they're about to hit MJF. And then they look at Adam, and they, they're about to hit him, and they're both begging not to hit the other one. Great storytelling. Right, still out. And all of a sudden, lights come back on, and that chair is no longer going to be hit by anybody because the devil himself, Adam, is sitting on the chair. And his goons are behind him, which include the kingdom, Roderick Strong, and Warlow. We're going to talk about more about that when we talk about Dynamite. But MJF pulls off the great baby face. Why? Oh, my God, why? People are booing. Now, again, some people on the internet think it was a waste of time, that that wasn't the right choice. Not my call, but that is a choice that uh, Tony Khan made. So, Brock, what do you think of the match itself? And what do you think about the reveal? Did you expect more? Did you expect less? What you think? Uh, a really good match between MJF and, and Samoa Joe. Probably the best match of the night, in, in my opinion. Close. In terms of in-ring work. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I called Adam Cole as the fucking the devil, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know, the kingdom and, and, and the three and then Wardlow, like, it just, ah, it just didn't fucking... Live up to the fucking hype, you know what I mean? And then, like you, the like you said, you know, coming into the fucking um, to dynamite or is dynamite right? We're coming into it. it. It made it even less fucking impactful. No, we're not talking about TNA. But um, so you felt? Did you feel let down on who it was? Even though we all picked who it was? A little bit. A little bit. You know what I mean? Like me too. Hey, I'll be honest. We talked about it when we picked it. It was the obvious answer, but it's not the answer we wanted. No. And then, you know what I mean? Like, they've been hinting at it for so long that it's just like, ugh. I think. I didn't want it to be this. It's me, baby. It's me. It's been me the whole time. (laughs) 
Honestly, what I think the letdown for all of us is probably because we were hoping uh, Fish and uh, O'Reilly would be back. Thank you. I think, honestly, that's where the biggest uh, disillusion is. A little bit. And then also that Vince McMahon wasn't the one that came out and said that it was him all. It was me, Austin. It was me the whole time. <clears throat> now, you know, and I agree with her. You know, I tell you what's funny, too, is after uh, he lost, MJF lost the RH belts. Oh, okay. Let's all be honest. How many times did you see, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Insta, that, oh, that's got to be uh, fixed? Because there's, if you look at the mask, there's this, there's a mustache that's like fish, and there's this, like fish. Y'all saw it too, right? Yeah. No, the one thing that I will say that Scuba Steve was nailing that uh, that night was that he he said, look, man, you know what I'm saying? So Moa Joe was the one constantly convincing him to, or, or Adam Cole was Adam the Cole. one constantly convincing him to team yeah. with Samoa Joe, you know what I mean? I was listening to that shit just yesterday, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it was definitely, he definitely called it. I think a lot of a lot of people kind of look at it. I mean, and, and now the funny part is the same people, they're like, oh, it's probably Adam Cole because of this, this, and this. Or the same motherfuckers out there, well, they're, they're so unoriginal. They should have done this, this, and this. Go fuck yourself. I mean, well, I mean, I, I, I can't say that be? we're not the same one. You know what I mean? Because I, I thought they had a lot of opportunity with, with fucking, um, I don't know if you want to call him Dolph Ziggler or Nick Nemeth, you know what I mean? Oh, Coming up for fucking. Let's split it. Dolph. What would have made sense with Dolph? The only only sense Dolph would have made is if. It's just a new guy to come out to fucking, you know, to do the thing. Well, his brother would have been one for one, you know what I mean? And then you could have gone a thousand different ways, you know what I'm saying? But it had to involve MGF at some point. Not really. All it had to do was was somebody who wanted the fucking world title and MJF is the champion, so you got to bring the champion down. That's all that it really required. JJ, what are you thinking? Um, I think I shouldn't have asked her that. It was, un- I don't know. It was just unceremonious. It was, I think that, again, that's what the letdown was. It was just so blocking, you know? Well, I mean, okay. Brock, you said you listened to this yesterday. I mean, what other names were we saying? I mean, we all agreed that it was going to be Adam Cole. Period. End, finish, end of story. No, we can't. The, the only surprising name in that fucking group was Wardlow. Not really, because I said it from the beginning. Wardlow's one of them because of the hair and because of the. Um, oh well, look at that. So not even Wardlow was that was that much of a surprise. So. But. You know what? I'm not saying anything about it. And I probably it, it, if if I go back and listen to it, I I, I I'm pretty sure that we in the same in the same conversation booked a way better fucking devil and crew than what actually came out. Yeah. Well, and well, the, there, were, there were a lot of is, options. They were, and and a lot of people, and you listen to it probably ourselves, were trying to include free agents because I know, like, for instance, JJ was talking about Mustafa Ali, right? Yeah. Remember that choice? So way better choice. Yeah. Not to be the devil my per se, thing, but definitely one of them. My thing was it had to make 
sense. Adam does make sense. And we're going to talk about why he made more sense in a little bit when we start talking about the um, the dynamite. But yeah, no, I mean, it would be interesting to listen to that again. It really would. But, you know, I'm glad that I was the one that called it Samoa. Even though, yes, Brock, you were you were the picker of the year. Good job, buddy. Hooray to me. <laughs> so, but overall, I'm going to piggyback on Brock and I'll let him have his moment in the sun. This was not the greatest pay-per-view. Um, Even that good. Well, I'm going one to ten. Four. Four and a half. And I hate saying that because there were some quality matches. But not enough to carry the shit. Adam Copeland and Christian Cage. 1A, 1B, Eddie Kingston and Mox. But the two, the, the one eight man sucked. Now, I feel bad rating it because what if Keith Lee was healthy? That could have been another contender for match of the night with Swerve. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we don't know that it would have been. A, I mean, we would hope because of we, what we've seen. But Keith Miro and Andre haven't been the great, the best. So, and Brock, what do you think? Um, MJ to me, MJF and and Samoa Joe was the best match of the night. <clears throat> um. Number two, what was the other ones that you said? It wasn't Christian and Edge for me, for sure. No, he said uh, Eddie and... Um... Eddie and Mox, yes. That'll probably be number two. And then Swerve and, and Dustin, maybe number three. So we're back here, Turnbucks and Brass Nucks. We were just going over the last of World's End. We were all disappointed in, in who ended up being the devil and all that shit. It's it's not as it wasn't as good as a reveal as the NWO members were, or even Aces and Eights, which fucking says a lot. I feel like the reveal of who was in Aces and Eights was way cooler than this. I'm gonna go with that. I agree. So that leads us into what, Scuba Steve? That leads us to uh, Raw. Are you are you wrapping gifts again? I'm not doing shit. Which is not my fault. No, that's the dog playing, biting his bone. I'm sorry. I can't help that. Nice. Just kick him away from you or get away from we're not going to kick the dog. Dude. Well, I mean, kicking them away from you and kicking the dog is not the same thing. Um, well, the word kick and dog seem very similar in both statements. Okay, yeah, so let's move to Raw, which I thought also sucked. Well, let's uh, let's talk about this sucky program. 
Okay, so we're just going to churn and burn here. We're going to start with Nia Jax versus Becky Lynch. Um, Pretty serious? Anyway. <laughs> this is why we only have six listeners. So it, it was um, – so what I did like is just right out of the gate. There was no opening raw promo. It was bam. They, they went at it. The match itself was solid. There was a few sloppiness here and there, but overall it wasn't bad. And I'm getting back to kind of what the cat of the bag earlier, if people were actually listening, and about how Becky Lynch has been putting people over. And um, Nia Jax beats her clean. Um, that's all I can say. I mean, the match was solid. It was a good change of pace as far as, like, a very quick match just to open it. When I say quick, uh, the match is, like, you know, good 15 minutes or so. So they gave plenty of time just saying how normally you get the promo. Oh, it's Monday night, Jojo. Nope, and bam, we're going right into it. Um, it, it ended with this basically Lynch jumping off the top, running right into the alleged fist, depending on what camera we have, of Nia, and then Nia does her finisher for the W. It looked good. Yeah, oh, they got the right camera angle. I'm going to say, and I've always said this between the two companies, the production is much cleaner. I'm not saying WWE does not make a mistake. What I'm trying to say is that WWE makes less production mistakes. Oh, so wait. you're not seeing him missing by a foot. Yeah. They get the camera angle that man, that could have connected. That looked good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this match a, a solid, hey, you know, yay because huh? you don't see the referees holding the, the oh holding the ladder for people. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um I believe this is the, the show that I do have my notes here. I'm gonna have to scroll through, but there was a <laughs> Oh boy, we had some uh, some fuck up on the rap part. But anyway, this is I didn't mind it. No, and you know what, hold on before you know, to, to cut you off, Scuba Steve, because it just it just went into my mind that that's why I brought it up. But it was you know what I'm and it's not the first time that we've seen this happen in AEW matches, and it's never not once ever happened in a WWE match. But they had were used in the in the Christian versus Edge match. You literally saw not only three, but Nick Wayne holding the fucking uh, ladder while they were using it. And I was like, man, what the fuck are you guys doing right now? That's my little rant for that one second. Go ahead, Scuba Steve. No, Continue. please, by all means, rant on the refs. That's the the refs of AEW are, are, are so terrible. And, and don't get me wrong, WWE's got the, some blinders on themselves, but they're not as blatant. Yeah, no, it's we definitely don't see it based on the camera angles. So, um, so no, uh, you know what? You put over Nia, and I guess this is going to, in my opinion, lead to a Rhea Nia match. And I think at the end of the day, my opinion, Becky will take Nia out, and then that'll be a WrestleMania. That's my opinion. <laughs> I am not promoter of the year. Uh, JJ, what do you think of this match? I actually thought it was pretty good, um, especially considering – uh, I thought Naya did a good job, and you could you pointed it out, babe, that she, like, even when she would slam her, she would very gently put her down, you know, like. Uh, she's been talked to. Very careful. In my opinion, she's been talked to. <laughs> she told, they told her, look, Becky Lynch makes that money. 
we can't afford to lose her. You better be fucking soft as shit. But for a Nia Jax match, it's on you. <laughs> yeah, no. For a Nia Jax match, it was very clean, very, you know, everything that you would expect for a really good match the way it's supposed to be. And the fact that, that Nia went over, I thought was excellent. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And that's kind of what I touched on earlier when JJ was talking about kind of the. I don't say old, but the the elder guard, if you will, kind of letting go, and that's just this is one of my uh, my examples. So, yeah, so I think we all kind of like the fact that they allowed Nia. In my opinion, I, I didn't mind Nia going over at all. I just know at the end of the day, in my opinion, that that uh, WrestleMania title from Rhea is going to end up being uh, Becky, as far as an opponent. And I see, yeah. So big thumbs up on it. I think we all kind of liked it. And, and you know what? You need some – man, I hate using the word swerve. It's so good. But you need some of these things that, you know, I think the, the wrestling novice probably would have bet money on Becky, you know. And, and it's it's good to see that uh, they're giving uh, uh, Nia Jax some, some, some love. Now, the next match gets absolutely zero rating, and it's a good thing. Because end up being Cove Kingston and Jay Uso, which is such an interesting pairing. Where is Woods? Not sure. Ludwig Kaiser and uh, Vinci again. Uh, oh, here's this might have been your congrats. Big congrats for the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, Gunther, and uh, and a, and a new baby. That's probably exactly what it was. Yeah, I think that's where you're going, I believe. And a uh, beautiful baby, and a uh, good hey. God bless. Yes, yes, good for you, man. And, and it ties in perfectly last week when he's, like, scoffing at them, saying, I'm going to be gone for a little bit. Y'all better kick some ass. The match was going on, and there was a move that kind of kind of got uh, Vinci a little loopy. Uh, he banged his head on the uh, uh, the ring, uh, basically the ring mat, I guess, or what you call it. But it, it banged pretty hard. And I it have to give – What? It ultimately looks like he forgot to tuck. Yes. Yeah, he did, he, he did not. Um, Do a spot no on the ring. Here. You no gotta tuck your chin into the fucking chest yeah. so that you don't hit your head into the fucking thing. And that's it the first. Like a basic bump, but it, it didn't happen. Now, this is where the ref turned into eagle eye because he saw it. Thankfully, he yes. saw the repercussions of the head bouncing twice. And he, he jumped right in. Because then there was a hot tag to Jay Uso from Kofi, and the ref immediately grabbed Jay, going, "Ah, no, no," and they stopped the match. And that's what needs to fucking happen. Uh, Assuming that he was very, if that he was legitimately injured, then yeah, that the ref did the the was the star of this show and and really called it. So, so no rating on it. It's not good or bad. It's it's good because they stopped the match, in my opinion. You know, you're not going to have an instance where Moxley gets concussed uh, against uh, Phoenix at uh, a stadium show five seconds in, but he finishes the match. But you know he's loopy. Like, you can just tell. I'm glad they're taking the safety precautions. They need to because then they've, you know, that's what it, that is their talent. That's their employee. They need to take care of them. And, and as JJ kind of mentioned, Vinci has become more and more impressive. Almost as a, as she calls it, and I don't disagree too much, 
a uh, Cesaro type. So, you know, kudos. This is where the blinders are off on the ref. They can see, thank God. So, thumbs up, Vincey, quick, you know, quick or slow, don't matter, man. Get healthy, come back, you're impressive. You know, I guess for right now we have one Imperium member, and, and I'm okay with that. Just just make sure that the, the safety of the wrestler comes first, and that's what they did. So I yes, don't mind and also at the same time, stop trying to split up Imperium. Oh, that, that's just – I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to start off every show from now on saying that. Because yeah. they, if they do it, uh, I will I will riot. I will be so fucking in my, upset. In my room. I'm going to tear my room up. It would be yeah, so upsetting to see that fucking group not reach the height. I will come your that... house and cry. If right. Gunther is not fucking world champion before they fucking split this, this group up, it, it was a waste of fucking time and you just ruined everything. We'll get to that in a little bit. So, we get a reuniting, and it feels so good. We have, we, we have uh, Miz TV, which we don't really talk about too much. Now this nigga fucking did some shit. So, I don't know if you remember fucking, I don't know if you guys watched Bob's Burgers. No. No. So <laughs> there was an episode where the the oldest daughter Tina got a fucking a new pair of glasses, right? Okay. And she says, uh, she puts on the new glasses. She goes, "Wow, I can see clearly now." And then she looks around. He goes, "The rain is gone." And I fucking <laughs> died. And you just reminded me of that shit right now. Yeah. Reunited, feels so good. <laughs> Miss TV has Judgment Day. The Judgment Day, as the guest does it. That's Judgment Day. Here goes our truth, and no one else. Now, normally we don't really get into details, but it's going to lead to a match, and especially uh, our truth is just. Thank you for all the kisses, uh, Double J. We needed those right now. I know. I know you were so, feeling sad and needed some kisses. <laughs> So him and True start talking, and True's like, hey, they were behind me. But then he goes into a nice little uh, thing about uh, the PR. He goes, I'm out here for PR. People don't like Desmond Day. They're not very popular. I'm out here. I'm, I'm doing – he's trying to make it sound like he's going around the world doing interviews, pumping up the Desmond Day. I loved it. I love the Miz making reference to little Jimmy because, as he says, you're right behind me, he goes, are you seeing invisible kids again? What's going on? So then the well, there was a is, lot of fucking great, uh, like, throwbacks to our truth bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Well, it leads to one of the greatest tag team names of all time. There was a, a time period for which our truth and Miz were teammates, and they were called the Awesome Truth. Love Not only that, but this was a time that our truth and the Miz were teammates, and Two headline Survivor Series against The Rock and John Cena. Let's you got that right. So <coughs> here comes JD McDonough and Dominic. Don't give me a mic because I get booed out of a fucking building, Mysterio. So here they come, basically again telling our truth that he has no business. Uh, he's not in the Judgment Day. Go fuck yourself. So this leads to a match. Between quote unquote Judgment Day, McDonough and Dominic against R Truth and Miss. Now, R Truth doesn't know what team he's on. So, Miss is on one corner. 
Across, across from that is the Judgment Day with uh, Mysterio and JD McDonough. In the other corner is our truth because he doesn't know who he's teaming with. He's, he's part of Judgment Day, he thinks, but he also, but he also is Miz's partner in the Awesome Truth. So, so it is just, it's so fucking funny. And there's one part in the match where, where Miz has McDonough. Excuse me. McDonough has Miz. Ju- and here comes, uh, I guess, Judgment Day Truth. Who tries to hit Miz. Miz ducks out of the way and he clocks J.N. McDonough. Oh, isn't that when he says, I'm sorry, I love you? Yeah. 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 He did did, did declare (laughs) and Michaels. And at the end of the day, uh, Miz ends up taking out, surprise, surprise, J.D. McDonough, who's the tackling dummy of the fucking group. Also, Truth wins. I cannot give this enough props. If I was down in the dumps, depressed one day about something so minuscule, show me this match, and I'm a happy camper. No, how many? You know how many times did this nigga fucking R Truth try to get at Dom and be like, "Yo, it's you and me. We gotta, you know what I mean? Figure out something." <laughs> I know, man. That's not how this shit is working. You know what I mean? Dude, the he, best is that he's in a neutral corner waiting for attack because <laughs> he doesn't know what team he's on. It was ridiculously funny, but and then it worked out. You know, it, it's it's entertaining shit. I, I fucks with it, man. You know, he uh, was so like <laughs> he was surely missed because he just brings this. And the shit is that he's fucking great in the ring. It's not like he's just all funny. He's fucking awesome in the ring. No, and then but he doesn't. Other than I can see his. Like, Hair fucking like fading his hairline going back. Other than that, my man doesn't age. You know what no. I mean? Like... <laughs> and to get what you said, uh, uh Brock, <laughs> when Truth is trying to tag in Dom so they can double team JD McDonough. <laughs> and, <laughs> what the fuck? And constantly telling JD McDonough during the match that you're not part of the judgment day. You know what I mean? It's... <laughs> It's really funny yeah. shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and rest is, is, is that that you could do shit like that and it still falls totally in line with why we love the fucking sport in the first place, you know? You know there, there's a podcast out there, Simon Miller says, Goofy Wrestling for Life. And this, you know what, if you're some hardcore wrestling dude, this might have been not been your cup of tea. But, dude, if this does not bring at least five, you know, chuckles or something, you're just morbid. Because this is You're dead inside. Oh You're God. dead inside, yeah. You really, I mean, there's some good matches coming up, but I'm going to say that could have been the match of the night just for entertainment fucking value. It was great. So we're going to go into to the Women's World Championship match, Rhea Ripley and Ivy Nile. Didn't deserve it. Huh? Didn't deserve it. I ain't going to say, no, gotcha. I see your point. You would think that. Nia Jax, Becky Lynch. Hasn't had match one on Raw since they fucking got signed to the roster, but her first match legit as a solo wrestler is the, the world championship. The fuck well, out you of here. Said it, you said it a couple weeks ago. Same thing with the Creed's. Now, the Creed's at least won a gauntlet. And yeah, at least the Creed's won a fucking gauntlet. You know what I mean? This bitch just got fucking handed to her. And I don't know. And God bless her. You know what I mean? I don't mean to fucking shit on anybody who's following their dreams and, you know, doing what they do and shit like that. I don't want to be that, that nigga. But at the same time, I don't know why she looked 
so old, bro. Like she looks like she's an old broad. It's the right. sun. It, she's I'm got a lot of sun okay. damage. So you're talking visually, not work in the ring, right? No, it, 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 I'm not even thinking about her work in the ring or, okay. or her All mic right. work or her, you know, wrestler. Her physical look is. That. I, I don't understand because okay. I know that she's a young woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why do you look so damn old, B? Because of the sun. She's got. She's definitely. Stuck yeah, in that beach. sun tanning bed bullshit. Get out that fucking sun, boo. You know what I'm saying? That shit is not doing you no justice. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. And, and that's to say that she, I felt, so when we talk about the match, I felt like she held her own. Oh, by far, yes. I felt like, it, you know what I'm saying? It her was. Arms it, are just, just as jacked. No, and when you see them, uh, when you see all the, you know, when you see all them Creed niggas doing no fucking crazy ass mm-hmm. workout. On top, it's like holy That ain't digital, dude. That's legit. I mean, it's definitely impressive. Dude, you you didn't appreciate. I tell you what, her give it a German suplex on the chain. That was nasty. But I'm agree with you, Brock. Did she deserve it? No. Did she hold her own? Like you said, yes. So I appreciated the match, but but I do understand what you're saying. Is, is they don't have it's like they're not paying attention to the pecking order. Now that could also be, let's all be honest, that could be based on injuries. For example, uh, Rodriguez, Gonzalez, Sanchez, Smith, speedy recovery, please. Liv Morgan, speedy recovery, please. You know, do you want to see Natty again? No. So why not? Why not at that point say, all right, look, Natty, we're gonna fucking repackage you, your your, your whole fucking gimmick, and we're gonna put you in the world title picture again. Because we don't have anybody that's that fucking. SmackDown then. She's yeah. asked to go to SmackDown against. She's been squashed two out of three. She's faced her three times, got squashed twice, and had a good match once in the last 12 months. I mean, but you can still, I mean, you have enough time that, you know, she has enough credibility as who she is. Oh, she's that, got a ton of credibility. Oh, so, you know what I mean? Like, you could have done that. You could have done that. You could have done Tegan Knox. You know what I'm saying? Team matches been around way more than fucking. But she's uh, tag team matches though, bro. Which you is not a single. Shayna Baszler. Exactly, Shayna so Baszler. She's still on the card later on. We're going to talk about her. Even what's her face? The one that I really hate. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought of Stark. Stark. You know what I mean? First try, he hates everybody. Yes. You know, I don't know. I mean, it, I just don't okay. like. I don't feel like you should just walk on the show and get a fucking title shot. Like you, I'm gonna agree with Brock. You know what? But I like that. I love like Bret Hart. You know what I'm saying? They were tag team champions. They then they became the Intercontinental Champion and worked their way up to be the fucking. They don't do that shit anymore. They don't do that shit anymore. I love when they did. Shawn Michaels, Intercontinental Champ. Exactly. Shawn Michaels, another fucking great example. Randy Macho Man Savage, Intercontinental Champ, and then became. Champs. Even Ultimate Fucking Warrior was the Intercontinental Champ before he became the World Champ. So it's, you know what I mean? That's like have some kind of fucking accolades before you in the fucking world title picture, bro. And that that goes for fucking. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that. I mean, if it was one thing like maybe like a Tiffany Stratton or something like that had the belt and moved up and they did it that way, okay, I could understand. But she yep. she hardly ever fought to begin with in NXT. 
he did on the level up. You're right, but not a regular. Now, I, no, I'm that's gonna, a, I'm gonna throw something in there. This was not supposed to be for the title. This was not a title match originally, but two weeks ago, the last live Raw, you had the one that was the best of. It was Rhea that felt like she was being disrespected and said, you know what? Fuck it. It's for the title. All Ivy wanted was a match with her. A parameter. They had a little promo in the back with it. So the world title match is Rhea's idea. Well, let's be honest with this. Paulo, that's idea, I guess. And then Ivy was not... It was just going to be a one-on-one, just just a match. So, but I agree with you. Too early for her, even though I think, like you said, held her own. Okay? But again, it's just... uh, yeah, too much. Just, just, just. No, I, I, I'm gonna agree. I, I don't, I'm not sure. You can't but, do that, man. Again, where do they go with her now? And that's the problem in doing what they did. Exactly. Let's see. You lost the world title belt, as you mentioned, the very first televised. Now, she's been doing some house shows, but televised match. So, as far as the us, the average wrestling fan that may not look at house show results, whatever. She's brand new out the box, and you give her a fucking title. Well, again, originally it was just them two going at it because of the Creeds and uh, Judgment Day tag team champs are going at it. But again, that's whatever. But again, now what? What the? You stonewalled her now. The best thing she can do, and that's one of the nine women tag teams I was talking about. She needs to get back with what's her name from uh, Alpha Academy, and just be a team for a while. Just do that, and then and then, like you said, pecking order. They don't have a women's intercontinental. They should, like they have a TBS title for AEW. But she, I, then go tag team for a while, like Brett, like he mentioned, and then build her up. But but the match itself was not terrible. I I, I, I didn't. She didn't deserve a world title shot. No, that was exactly. not the call. so she had a great showing, and, and what they should have done was a non-title match where she had a great showing that, that would have had, would have said, "Okay, now maybe you deserve a title match because you had a great showing against the champion." But they 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 just fucked that all up, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't get behind it. I agree. So earlier in the day on Twitter. Triple H post, not going to confirm or deny the rumors of a former WWE champion appearing at Raw day one. But I will say, stay tuned, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So people are stoked, they're ready to go. Who's this guy? Well, I mean, first of all, we assume a guy. He says just WWE champion. Shit, it could have been, uh, you know, Wendy Richter. Sorry, Tony Storm. <laughs> no, and what was funny about it is that I thought they were going to fuck with us because I thought Andrade was going to come out and I was going to be like, well, they were going to say, oh, well, he was a champion in WWE. We didn't say he was the WWE champion, but they literally what pointed out. Well, and, and he was the NXT champion. NXT, yeah, 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 but, yeah. Uh, he was continental uh, for a long time, too. Was he? Okay, I, I, I thought he won something midway. Go ahead, Brock. So that you know, but the but they really did harp on the WWE championship part of it. So after a while, I was like, "Well, I can't be Andrade then." So, so ladies and gentlemen, basically, they were one hundred percent correct. They, they did not lie to us. A former SmackDown 
world champion. Jinder Mahal comes out, of course, a booze. Of course, everybody's like, well, he was, but that's just it. He was not the world heavyweight champion. He was the WWE champion at the yeah, time. So. Not the yeah, universal either. Champion still. WWE he champion. seems to do the usual anti-America uh, trashing until the great one. The real, the rock comes in. Which was a fucking like I didn't I don't think anybody saw the rock coming fucking I didn't you didn't see him come in the one time when he uh came in with Given the the fucking the the announcer the the announcer lady um Dude I was gonna say that in my notes she literally jumped out of her fucking chair when this fucking music plays. Here comes the rock. And the rock cuts a good promo. Demeaning Mahal. Mahal attacks. The Rock ends up getting the upper hand, hits Spinebuster, Pifa's elbow. Now, this is what I kind of touched on earlier. If, if and we'll, we'll probably talk about it tonight and weeks to come, if you're going to bring him back, you better get some motherfucking cardio. Because he took about a minute and a half of, of quote-unquote whooping from Mahal. He threw Mahal against the ropes, did a Spinebuster, did the people's elbow. And then does a promo, which he is gassed. Now, I'm a fat fucker, so I could not do that. But if they're going to propel him into certain scenarios, which we may talk about tonight, we may talk about, we talk about SmackDown next week, we'll figure it out. During the promo, man, he is still huffing and puffing. So basically, the, the promo, he's putting everybody over, and I guess his thing now is to split the crowd one way and the other as he did before with McAfee where douche and bag one half of the crowd was douche and the other was bag because they were talking about Jinder Mahal he starts talking about well he's hungry what should he do when he eats should he go in a booth that was the best part of it should he eat at the bar or should he eat at the head of the table no and what's funny about that is that when he started saying all that shit, I was like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Like, why is he you saying that right away, dude? Okay. shit right now? And then he said that, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, it was. But when he said about, he said, um, should I sit at the booth? And then once he said, should I sit at the bar? Then I got what he was saying. Yeah, she clipped it. She clipped it before I did, actually, to be honest with you. No, I, I, I like you, Brock. I'm like, oh, you better go to the bar and get you some tequila. I didn't see it coming. Not, no, I was just, when he started talking about. So I said at the bar. I was like, "What the fuck is this nigga talking about right now?" Literally, I, I thought he was gonna bring up a fucking like a specific restaurant in fucking that that city, and I was like, "You know who gives this?" I thought he's gonna pump his tequila. Tequila on, Demi. I don't know, but either I way, he was gonna talk about. Well, drink at the bar. You this tequila. I didn't see it coming, and but when he said it, it was monumental. It was it was earth shattering. It was like, oh shit! And based on what happens on tonight's SmackDown, we might fucking have some fucking shit to talk about next week. We're gonna talk. Hey, we'll be like uh, JJ's favorite wrestler. What do you want to talk about? I don't understand why you're. <laughs> I, I do understand why. I may disagree, but I understand. JJ, anything else you want to say about the rock? I ain't saying you should have killed him. 
But I understand. <laughs> All right, so next match. So I am going to asterisk the next two matches. Allegedly, Mr. Rock went seven minutes over his allotted time. I can so see that. I will go ahead and I will, I will give a better grade, if you will, or opinion based upon the knowledge that he went over. Shocker. So earlier on in the night, uh, the tag team champions, Carter and Chance, they are party girls, rave girls, whatever. So, they are, so they are raving in the back. <laughs> it's literally Garbage. in a fucking hallway. And here comes the Chelsea Green and Piper Niven confronting them, so they want another shot. But I want to know why they can't say Chelsea Green. Thank you. Will somebody fucking tell whoever, me the article I sent you? Whoever fucking did that, that needs to get fucking fired, bro. You know what I mean? Leave that shit alone. It was perfect. Good. Now, now, now hold on. I will say this, guys. Let's say, hypothetical, that Chelsea Green went to managers. Hey, you're making me seem like a fucking goofball because of Chelsea Green. I if can't see what were, she I can't say, dude. Any promo or excuse me, any attention is good attention, right or whatever. Exactly. I can't see her doing. I can't see her doing it. But the one, the one reason I would be okay with if they stop doing that announce is. If she went there and said, "Hey, I, I I really want to be looked at as more of a serious wrestler," <laughs> so she would have to change her whole presentation for that. Thank you. I don't see it, but that's the only reason. Based on her her current presentation, that was the the the, the like that lady fucking when she, bowed, when she did it. She bowed. Remember that lady helped her out a fucking thousand percent by the way she said it every day. Absolutely, it helps. How many times we watch TikToks on it? Now, I don't know whose idea it was, hers or Chelsea's, but either way, she fucking killed it, and they need to fucking... So, Triple H says, I know you listen. Fucking fix that and put... Leave it alone and let her say it the way she say it. Uh, Paul, Paul, I'll text you later. Sorry, Paul. Um, you were... Uh, I interrupted also, you. Also, do you have any wrestlers that you need Scuba Steve to work out and shit before they debut again? Uh, no, no. Actually, uh, Dwayne's already called me. He's already called. Oh, yeah, uh, that's the, he's gonna need gonna, your help. We're gonna go, we're gonna hit the uh sportatorium later. Sportatorium, he's gonna fly me in, Texas, yeah, in Houston, yeah, and it's in Texas. If you follow wrestling that long, I'm sorry, I'm a lot older than you, yeah, but I'm, a, so, I, I'm with so you I'm guys. Not. Why, why <laughs> would you change it? Why the fuck would you change it? All right, well, okay, let's keep moving though. All right, simmer down and let into this. So we actually have a women's tag team act that does not involve the titles. It is Tegan Knox, Natty, versus Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark. The match was solid, but again, I think it detracted based on time. Because no offense, there's two matches left. The World Championship is after this one. You're going to cut the ladies. I thought the match was mediocre. But I also kind of wonder if they gave them more time. I am a big fan of Baser Stark. I think that, again, they're one of the nine or so teams that I mentioned uh, with JJ. If they put them in a pot, let them go, and let the singles wrestlers do their thing. Um, JJ, what do you think? I mean, it was all right. 
it, it was, you know. I hate that they cut it so short. I understand the why, but I mean, they got to start giving more more time to their women's wrestlers, you know? You know what? I, I agree, but this yeah. match wasn't the one to fucking to, to okay. die. Okay. Up, you know what I mean? Okay. And I don't no. disagree with that. I'm okay. not saying this particular match maybe, but they need to start doing more with the women, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, and they have they have legitimately the best women's roster in all of wrestling. They and they put on the best women's matches in all of wrestling. Fucking tie the knots and fucking push this shit because you know what I'm saying. Like you could, you know what I mean. You could have a whole other demographic fucking that you destroy because they always talk about you know uh, men between the ages of 18 and 45 or whatever the fuck the demographic is that they they aim at. But you know what I'm saying? You could have a whole demographic of women in the same age range and say, yo, di- yo let's let's put some shit on for them. You know what I mean? Because women are starting to, to fuck with this now. The women's division is, is way more popular than it was ever in, in fucking history. We could really do some great things. And they started to, and they kind of fizzed out with it. Well, yeah. how many men want to see the women do stuff like that? You know what I yes. mean? Yes. True story. 26 booze that wrestle. At least 26 booze. <laughs> you know what, Brock? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree for, for one hiccup. Yes, we're looking for it. But do you, you do recall fucking five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was, they had a all-woman's pay-per-view. Thank you, Stephanie McMahon. Allegedly, that was her idea. And it was fucking the shit. It was, it was solid. It a yearly event. Solid, fucking solid. So, so they've done it. Why can't you? Now, I'm not saying they're going to get to that point. But they didn't follow up. That's the problem. They didn't follow up with. Stop treating them like shit. No, I mean, no. Stop treating them like B wrestlers. It's so good. You know what I mean? If you treat them like B wrestlers, they're going to be B wrestlers. Period. It's like when uh, Joe Clark said, "If you treat them like animals, they're going to behave like animals." animals. Yes, couldn't agree more. So let's get to our men. (laughs) Sorry, ladies. Um, talk about the start match. I'm out of skip. No, we're good. Are we good? All right. So let's talk about um, and this was a this really was kind of a stat card here and there, and, and I'm not just talking about the women's tag team match. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre for the world championship. Uh, dude, this match was fucking fantastic. This uh, McIntyre starts out of the gate just whooping, whooping ass, just fucking taking names. He's not even taking names; he's whooping ass. Seth comes back as usual, back and forth, back and forth. Um. Then the, then the shenanigans, which I didn't mind too much. So as it looks like Seth is just taking a serious beatdown, of course, here comes Damien Priest out with uh, probably the most popular human being on the planet, Dom. And here's what's funny. And it was actually, I was watching another podcast, and, and they, they kind of brought it out. I didn't catch it right away. There's already matching. There, excuse me. There's a. There's already ref in the ring. Seth is being devastated. He's outside. But by this point, he kind of crawls in. But Dom and and Priest bring their own ref. 
kind of weird. This isn't a twenty four seven title match where it's in the I mean, But you know what I mean, like. But in the history of, of them, you know what I mean, like when you go to cash in, you bring your own referee down. Now, when Seth won at WrestleMania with Brock and Roman, he didn't bring his own ref. He just ran as quick as that motherfucker could run because it was a long run. Because game. he went – okay, so the difference is, is that he came in during an active match, whereas most of them this come in – This was an active match. But, oh, well, fuck it. I this don't is, know. This is this is a match between – The match was still going. It wasn't yeah. like ended Which is legal. Like which is, which is smart. Fine. That is super right. smart. Just like All Seth right. did against Roman and uh, Roman and Beast. So he comes down. Here's I love this. This A plus 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 plus. So Drew's outside of the ring. He just uh, chucked Seth in. Right in front of him is Drew McIntyre handing the ref the briefcase. Drew has nothing about it and just claymores the fuck out of out of uh, Mister Priest. Bye bye. Comes in the ring. I, I tell you, this is so such an inventive ending, in my opinion. He claymores Seth. He tried it before, got countered. He claymores Seth. He grabs his – he does a deep pin. He grabs both legs. He's pulling him up. So all the pressure – it's a perfect pin on the shoulders of the champ. The problem is, as he's pulling the, pulling the whole waist and legs – Seth, Seth's right foot hits the ring, or the, the rope. Excuse me. One, two, nope. And it's Drew's own fucking fault. Totally his fault, which which um, makes the whole story better. Unbelievably great. Just great. So at the end of the day, here comes uh, the visionary that takes the uh, – Takes the win with a stomp, retains the title, and gets the fuck out of Dodge. Which he should, because who knows when Priest is going to wake up from his Claymore. This was a pay-per-view quality match, in my opinion. The story was pay-per-view. Sorry, pre-mind that. This was great. And I want to see, now I am vested to see what Drew does next. He's got to go fucking psychotic that he, if he looks at it, he cost himself the fucking title. I love it. JJ, did you love it as much as I did? I did love it as much as you did. I, and, yes. You know, everybody knows I've been hating on fucking Drew. This was perfect because if they do it right, it could elevate him in my opinion. I hope. So start now. No, and then it it gives him an interesting layer to his character in the sense that you can't call him a heel because he attacked the fucking heel. Yes. But you can't call him a face because he fucks, he's doing healish shit to the faces. So it leaves him in this weird space by himself, but it still puts him into that upper echelon where he's still a contender. And I thought it was a, it was a great move for them on that in that respect. We're going to talk about it later, and I know we're hitting three things here: pay per view, this, and things there. 
this is my second favorite of all three shows. This this was so intelligent. You said it. It's like he's not a super heel because, like you said, this is not the first time. If you recall, also he he jacked him before. When no, he and as on the belt. And even when he aligned with the Judgment Day at the fucking war games, it was a it was that loose alliance. That, you know what I mean? Like you better fucking you know what I mean. Handle your shit, or I'm gonna fucking come out. You know what I mean? So it was, it was an uneasy alliance. It's still pretty dope, man. Oh man, you talk about this, this, just the end of this, and I, 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 I think JJ, maybe you've mentioned it or what? I, I want to see uh, Brock maybe said. I want to see what now happens. What, what, what is the evolution of Drew? How does he handle this? Does he go? Bad shit, fucking nuts, and just fucks everybody up. I'm cool. With and this that. is where, where where Double J was saying like that. There's so many talented people on the roster that it's hard to fucking to put everybody in a good position and everything like that. So you know, bloating the roster may not be the best fucking idea, but at the same time, you know, you got to fucking get the best guys into your federation. Now, this is what I say, which is very unpopular in wrestling opinion. You mentioned his it, name, I swear that I will go to your house right now. No, 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 no. no. With the, my okay. shit is about fucking okay. championships. You know what I'm saying? Like, they... Okay. A lot of people say, like, you know, especially, like, even Mox on the, on the scrum after fucking the New Japan shit... Was like he, he's like there's too many championships. You know I don't know what yeah, the fuck this. Don't have a global championship then. That's yeah. one that I was talking about and shit like that. But I feel like a little bit more championships give you a lot more to do with everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like so uh, you have like you know think about WCW back in the day. You know what I'm saying? They had the world champion. They had the US champion. They had the TV champion. They had the World Tag Team Champions. They had the U.S. Tag Team Champions. They had the you know, National so, Tag Team Champions. There was yeah, a good they, enough amount of belts yeah. that you know, and that you could fucking put a bunch of storylines behind a bunch of niggas, and and you know it it be valid. You know what I'm saying? It was a reason for them to fuck with each other, so that it. So look, if you just took that right, a World Championship, a U.S. Championship, a TV Championship, a Tag Team Championship, and a U.S. Tag Team Championship. That's five matches, including one, uh, two, four, six, the national and well, fourteen. So fourteen wrestlers could have been uh, fucking promoted in five matches, and then you could do another two or three just based off of pure hatred for each other. And now you got another fucking two to six wrestlers that you fucking you've you've put on one card. Well, you know that's the Booker's job, though. That that's that's Paul Levesque's job. That's Shawn Michaels' job in NXT is is to put those together. But I, I see your point. All right, first of all, all right, Logan Paul, drop the fucking you. You know what? Make the U.S. title something as Gunther. Now I don't think they can. But if you Gunther care, but no, that's another can. thing. Is if you're not going to be there all the time. To defend your title, it, you, you, I can't fucking put it Hold on. on. Okay. You just mentioned Roman Reigns in that sentence. Huh? I didn't say Roman Reigns. No, no. Yeah, you, you inadvertently said it. 
You said if you're not going to be there to defend your title. Oh, yeah, no, fuck that nigga, man. You know what I mean? If you're not going to be there to defend the shit, bro, take that shit off of me, you know? Okay. Yeah. That, then that you just said Roman Reigns, right, JK? Yeah. No, he never said Roman Reigns directly. Yes, but he just described Roman Reigns. Yeah, absolutely. And he's agreeing that fuck Roman Reigns. Yeah, no, fuck Brock Lesnar when he did it before him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that shit, bro. Do not no. fucking put a title on somebody who's not going to be there to defend it. And I also don't agree with what they did, period, that he's been title holder for, what, three years now? Oh, no, more than that. And it's it's disgusting. And, 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 okay, so I mean, when we it's talk about the three years as a total, but let's talk about it. But you know, I mean, let's. I mean, I don't agree with him not being there on a regular basis. But at the same time, during those three years, you know what I mean? Like it, they built up something great, so that I, I understand why they did it. But it's just time to cut the cord and then go forward. You know what I mean? You wanted to fucking you know make him. Of the level of 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 Hogan and everything like that, and definitely you wanted him to break the fucking right records of of other people. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's definitely time to cut the cord. But I definitely understand why they built it to what it was. But it's just they did it. They've done it too long. They they let it go too long. Now it's time to fucking move on and have fighting champions for every title. I, I, I don't think that anybody should hold the, the title that fucking long. That's I kind of don't either. Great. You know what I'm saying? But if they're at the same time, on a regular basis, that's different. Right. Well, yeah, like if it's a Seth that's fucking fighting for his championship all the time. Yeah, yeah like Ric Flair too. You know what I mean? Like Ric Flair, yeah. right? Right. Every right. fucking three hundred times in a year. Yeah. So you know, if you're gonna do that, then yes, definitely let that nigga hold the title for a year. But my favorite shit, so, you know what I mean? So, when, when I grew up uh, watching wrestling and then playing wrestling myself, you know what I mean? And that was what's most important in this scenario is that when I used to play wrestling, and it was funny because, you know what I mean? Like, I never wanted to be a wrestler myself, but I always wanted to be Vince McMahon in the sense that I, I wanted the promotion, to, right? I wanted to run the promotion and decide who did what, why, and where. And so... I always like my favorite shit was to crown a new fucking champion. You know what I mean? Like I, the, I loved that. You built that. it though, didn't you? You built it. Well, of course you did. About it, right? You know why that? fucking nigga won, and that's why he became the champion. But there's a story. But like I, I, I Cody Rhodes, by the way, I'm just saying. And like another, like I was like in six months. I feel like that's good enough. You know what I'm saying? A six month yeah. reign and then change the fucking champion. That's good enough. You know, with Flair. He, he'd have it for three months. He Now, again, different era. He'd have to go to the territories. Kerry Von Air. He lost Kerry Von Air at the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Twelve days later, he beat him, in, oddly enough, in Japan and got it back. And then, again, he, he would lose it to Luger and then get it back. Here's the stat for you, buddy. You know how many matches? And I, I'm talking total matches. That Roman Reigns wrestled last year in 2023. This is coming from CageMass.com. He wrestled 11 in 2023. <laughs> Fucking 11. But the fact that the, you know what I mean? So here's my thing with Roman Reigns. 
is that they definitely decided that it was going to be him that they were going to do this with. My worry is his literally that he has fucking leukemia. Yeah. You know what? And if he does retract it all, but you know, but you do recall though, Brock, no, about eight years no. ago, he did come out when he was champ. He was champ. You recall, and he goes, Hey, I told you I'd be a fighting champ. I wouldn't be a part time champ. Yeah, no, I, I mean, and but he laid the belt down. Then lay the belt down. Just, just so, no, you know, brought, no. excuse me, if Roman's going through that, Dude, but if you know, one hundred percent, that's time, what they have to do. You know what I mean? So I, I guess you know, uh, nobody, we don't. You know what I'm saying? So the one thing that we can say is we could un- we could say what we want to as fans of the product and say why we like something or don't like it. But we're not the ones that are at the fucking the 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 the, the company knowing what's going on behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Because there's a hundred different things. Well, then it's not our fault if we make an opinion and something happens. No, not at all. And I'm not trying to say that, but I'm just saying, so there is uh, uh, something behind it that we could say that maybe that's why it is. So Okay. No, no. And then if that comes out. I'm not 100% against what they've done with Roman Reigns, other than I felt like if, if you knew that he couldn't fucking defend this title on a regular basis, and do it like that, then you shouldn't have done it. But at the same like time, like they did before, he, he like I understand before. what they said was, you know, what I'm saying that what you hear about it is that they wanted to do, they wanted to run this. Sh- so the same reason that we're all upset about it is that they wanted to give it to this point so that whoever does beat him is going to be the fucking the, the 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 king of the mountain for 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 so long because I and and the truth right. be told. Is that and you know this shit for real, Scooby Steve? Is that to to crown a babyface champion to be more than a couple of months is very hard because people just turn on you. You know what I'm saying? People are assholes, and that's why we like fucking. We we just had a fucking long conversation about how we like the bad guy. We love those guys. You know what I'm saying? So to be a fucking babyface champion in this era sucks. But he's not a baby face. And I'm, I'm going to give you a stat here. And No, he's saying that whoever takes it. Whoever oh, beats whoever takes it. It's going to be a baby It's going to be the ultimate baby face. You know what I'm saying? And they did the 89 more matches. Nine. The number one wrestler. Hey. Cody Rhodes had 102 matches. Now, I hope I hope you're wrong. I hope there's nothing physically wrong with Roman. I I do agree. A couple a couple episodes ago, you had mentioned he's almost like Brock, where it's he's almost a prize fighter. He's like a Tyson. Tyson's not gonna fight ten times a year. Fuck you. He's gonna fight, you know, a, a prize fight because it's gonna you know cost thirty million dollars in his pocket. That's what you kind of, I'm paraphrasing you, but that's what you kind of mentioned before, and I agree with you. But for God's sake, man, I i hate to say it. Now, now I could be wrong, but when Vince was in charge, I almost think he was trying to bury the Bruno San, the Bruno San Martinos, the Hulk Hogan's, Pedro Madden. I, I almost feel like that's exactly what he his plan was, and that's why, because at some point, somebody's got to beat these fucking records, and if you don't, 
then what the fuck was the point of having them? You know what I mean? So and please it, it don't win the title. I'm sorry. It man. makes sense to me to say, you know what I mean? Like, yo, we need somebody to even come. So I don't believe that anybody is going to come close to Bruno San Martino's record ever. I don't think so either. But, but you could get him. You sent me that, didn't you? This just got as close as you could get to that fucking record without fucking beating it. So mm-hmm. it says something about what the product is today. And I think that that's, I, I understand why they did I see what you're saying, Brock, and it's just, it's just irritating. You can't see a champ, and I mean, even the TBS days at, at well, no, because even in that back in the daytime, I found that fucking shit annoying. You know what I mean? Like, fucking fuck champion, bro. Like, can we see somebody else, bro? It's annoying. We even Hulk Hogan during my fucking time oh. when I was fucking, I was like, bro, please, you know, think about, think about it. And think about why the fuck <clears throat> why the fuck wasn't Ricky the Dragon Steamboat the WWE champion at some point? Why wasn't fucking um Jake the Snake Roberts the WWE champion hey, at some point? Tino's uh, Tino's uh, what's his name? Uh, Tito. Tito Santana. Yeah. Why wasn't he the fucking Tito. champion at uh, some hey, point? You know what uh, I mean? What's his name? Ho oh, I saw Jim Duggan was there forever in a day. But we're oh, 50, no. we're fifty five. Do you wanna cut and come back? We got one more show. Well, it should be all right. But no, it, it's just it gets just to a point, and and, and again, it, now that he's not in charge, Voldemort's not in charge. I honestly thought it was almost a personal thing for him to get rid of his father's champion, Bruno San Martino, and the guy that he built up, Hulk Hogan. I don't I blame him for that. Personal. I opinion. don't blame him for any of that. So. It is what it is, but we're gonna keep on, keep on, keeping, keeping, keeping on. But come on, even uh, I think you and JJ, especially, were talking. Is it time for Seth to drop the belt? Especially when kind of. the second time he fell, uh, fought Finn. I think it was you. Kind of was like, hey, it's about time. And no, and you can't. Anybody, nobody can. None of us can deny that the the last few matches that we've seen him defend the title. Except for Double J with Drew McIntyre in the last two defenses, we've all kind of wished that the other guy would have won. You know what I mean? Like Finn Balor, fucking Shinsuke Nakamura. We were kind of rooting for the other guy. But he also wrestled ninety-eight times in twenty twenty-three. Ninety-eight. I'm sure he didn't beat Max though. This year, no. I mean. My... I don't think he beat Max this year at all. He didn't. What? Shout out to the Shield. You know what I'm saying? Once again, you'll find out. You know what I mean? Like, there's no fucking bigger example of of the WWE being the show than the fact that the the Shield is still the three biggest niggas in all of wrestling. To be honest with everybody. What do you think about that comment, JJ, before we go on to the last show? I mean, it's irrefutable. You know. So, uh, let's move on to the next thing. On to the next. <coughs> Brock, you okay? I'm, 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 I'm getting through. 
I mean, I mean, you're tougher than that guy Brian. I'll tell you that much. I think Brian Brian's would, whack. Brian would have fucking quit on that. Brian's whack. He's like wickedy, wickedy, wickedy whack. <laughs> Move on, please, sir. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're getting to the last show here. We're gonna get to the Dynamites. Now, this is this is highly anticipated, in my opinion, based on the fact they just finished World's End and they were were leaping to the new year. It seems to me, and uh, I touched on it before, that uh, uh, Orange Cassidy is kind of like if you mention the word inter- uh, international, excuse me, he's he's there because uh, the week prior, actually, excuse me, it was a collision. Uh, it was uh, it was an interview. Uh, with uh, uh, what? What's the brother? The Martin brother just came back. That's Dante. Bullshit. You say bullshit? Um. Yeah. No, I don't want to say it is Dante. Okay. So Dante was in an interview with uh, Mrs. Monsley, and he said something about gold. If he has to go internationally, will and then here comes OJ. Ah. <laughs> That's the so, fucking most awesome shit to... that OJ does. Here. You know what I mean? Like. If you just say fucking, oh, I see what's happening here, and he just fucking challenges you to a fucking OJ, but like, you know what I mean? Like, and once again, you know what I mean? Like, I, I hope AEW becomes that fucking real competitor to WWE to make it worth your while. But otherwise, I need this man to come to WWE to make to 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 meet no, his full potential. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We're going to talk about him because he's the main event, but I I, I really enjoyed, like, he even faced uh, Rocky Romero, who's part of the best friends, quote-unquote. Like, he'll face anybody. He ain't give a fuck. Don't, don't mention the word international around him because unless it's pancakes, because he will he will interrupt your interview and say, well, I heard you want a title shot. So, I, I love it. I think, but I don't, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, Brock, I don't think that goes over Oh my god, it goes so much no, better over me. That's the funny shit about it. You know what I mean? Like it, it, JJ, break the tie. Would would OJ, in your opinion, go over the current character? The current character go no. over WWE. No. Oh my god, I don't see how you don't see that, man. You know what I'm saying? Think about think about the the most ridiculous characters that WWE has done and gotten over. And then think about this great character. That they could fucking build on, but it's he could go to the moon in WWE. To be honest with you, I just he that signed a contract where he has total, and no offense, Hulk Hogan, he used it wrongly, total control of his character because I I don't see that particular character doing doing what he does now. But uh, anyway, props. We're gonna start off with. Uh, The uh, honey, what did, what did they end up calling themselves? The Undisputed Kingdom, which is and, another thing that bothers me about that shit is that you know, what I mean, like, why would you really have to say Undisputed? You know what I mean, you couldn't fucking well, come with some era, which is Roderick Strong and Cole, right? And, I get you know, you know what I mean, but that's why it's, fucking, it's, it's an unnecessary dig at what you've done in WWE. 
I disagree. I don't mind it. I don't like it. But uh, Cole comes out and uh, starts out with Adam Cole, and he's talking about how hypocritical the fans are because these are the same fans that MJF used to spit on and tell them to fuck themselves and, and whatnot. I paraphrase. Here's the funny part. So he mentioned the kingdom are the ROH Tag Team Champions. He is now basically instructed, if you will, Roderick Strong to go after our orange guy for his international championship. He basically says, when, and it's funny the way he said it, he says, when the time is right, Wardlow will win, will take the belt off Samoa Joe. And then when I'm healthy, he will give it to me. Now, the funny thing with this, if you backtrack about three years, MJF did the same fucking thing to Wardlow, if you recall. So this is this is interesting and it's the, you know what it's not interesting it's fucking lazy and stupid again you know what I mean like I hate the fact and then like you just started this group and you already laid the seeds of dissension. But I will say one thing: Wardlow didn't blink. So he I did. Know. He fucking made a face. You know what I mean? Like he made a face he when he said farted. that shit. Who knows? He no, he totally made a face. It was stupid. Like, oh, man, guys, like, come on, man. Like, what this does bring us, though, is Mr. Jay White, the head, I guess, the head of Bullet Club Gold. And he's pissed. But he also, as a, as a heel himself, understands the numbers game somewhat. And he brings out the guns. Well, I would have brought out somebody else, but whatever. So they get in the ring, and it looks like it's going to be a, a brawl, which it was. But unfortunately, again, the numbers game gets a hold of them. And of all people, here comes the acclaimed. Who torched the bad guys. Now, the interesting part with the acclaimed is they're not buddies with the Gold Club whatsoever, especially the guns who took their world championship by cheating uh, about a year ago. So... This is evolving into an interesting storyline. And my problem, or my concern, actually, MCF's on the show. Okay. All the reports are he's going to go to WWE. He's not. There are reports earlier he already resigned. I'm pretty sure that he he has legit injuries. So I don't plan to see Mr. MGF for at least six months. And I hope not to. I want MGF to be 100% with all. All what's going on with him, shoulder, I think there was a hip problem. Get better, my friend. Just just come back when you can because you're my scumbag. So I was kind of concerned where the heel group co- goes from here because, you know, they thwarted the new baby face MJF. Where do they go? I guess they're going to go against, um, I, I guess, the acclaimed in the uh, the bulk of gold. And is – is um. Did I mean his arms? Excuse me. Is uh, what's his name? Hurt. Oh, what's the name? Uh, from uh, Bull Club Gold. Um, uh, oh, Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson. Well, you know, is is what he's doing, which fucking pisses me off. But I ain't seen in a while. So right now they're teasing the fact that where the Bull Club Gold go? Huh? What'd you say? Juice Robinson is with Tony Storm in real life. I I didn't ask that. I asked where. I know. I'm just. Oh, so hold on. Are you saying that on this episode he was at home with with Tony Storm? 
No, I'm just saying I, I don't like that. Ones. You know what I mean? Don't touch my boobs. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. So, all right. So, so. That Tony's was just my chest. Tony's yeah. getting the juice? She's getting juiced. And I don't like it. You you go. You go, Tony. Get your juice. So, I, I don't know. I mean, it was what it was. It was. You had to explain why you did what you did. And they kind of touched on it a little bit. You know, Adam Cole was, was very intelligent in the words as far as, okay, this is a guy that hates all of you and I love him. You love him because of me and, and all that. So, no, you know what I mean? Like, they, it was a very, it was the best way to tie up very fucking sloppy loose ends that they had in this fucking storyline. But, I mean, they did it, so whatever. JJ, was it whatever? Did you like yeah. it? Hate it? Me too. Okay. I can't disagree with that whatsoever. So, so now we get to the match I was talking about before. This was great. And, and you know what I love about Cassidy is the fact that Orange Cassidy will face who the fuck ever. Because Dante is a baby face. He's pretty good. He's pretty well over. As That's Cassidy. really what's great about this nigga's what he's done with that fucking title. And why I put him up there in the top fucking five for the year of 2023 is... I think we all did, didn't we? Yeah. His fucking reign as uh, international champion has been fucking phenomenal. I was so happy he won it back from uh, Mox. So he has a fantastic match with Dante. And and, and again, it's... They... they, they, I don't know if they wrestled well. They had good chemistry in this thing, but... At the end of the day, what is seat. that? What is that? Frog. What are you talking about? There's like a popping sound, yeah. like a boop. Uh, uh, considering that your fucking uh, fire alarm has gone off every fucking five seconds, I don't understand how anything other than that bothers you, but because I don't hear it. Well, I mean, you should, and you should fix it. That's. You know what I mean? And for everybody who's listening, for everyone who forgets that me and my sister from the South Bronx and we're just a little bit ghetto, the fact that their fire alarm is blinking every fucking five seconds or so should let you know that that's where we came from. All right, so we're coming from the ghetto. So Orange wins, but we now... Private Party is back. Private Party is back. What did he fucking do? Hey, I, I'd say their claim to fame is they actually beat the Young Bucks in the very first, or excuse me, the inaugural AEW Tag Team Tournament. So I guess that's the thing. But that's not what I'm saying. But the match itself, Cassidy is fucking fantastic. Martin's good. And it's good to see Martin in a singles match. His first singles match he's had since the injury. He's done a lot of trios and stuff. And it seemed to me like they were kind of treating him with kitty gloves or whatever, but he went full throttle, loved it. Brock, did you love it? It was a good match, of course. You know what I mean? Like, Dante Martin is a fucking, like, an unexplicable talent that, you know what I mean? He just needs to be repackaged and he'll be all right. Uh, and then OJ is OJ. His fucking reign as international champion is going to go down as I can't say anything more than the greatest reign of that title. 
I don't know how long they're going to keep it around or whatever, but it was a fucking great match. And once again, OJ just shined. JJ, did, did you see the shine? Did you love the OJ? You know I love the OJ. I love the OJ. I thought it was a great match. He really is something. Uh, I just don't understand what was the point of the people coming out. It was basically like put everybody on notice that uh, Crown Party's back. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and, that's, that's what I say is stupid. Because my second shrug emoji... Mariah May, who's pretty much kind of, sort of, but not really been the sidekick of Tony Storm because Tony refused to watch her matches. <clears throat> so she comes in her debut, and so does Queen Amita. I, uh, yeah, A-M-I-N-A-T. Um, this match is clumsy as fuck. The, the only thing I say this match, I guess, was the announcement, and, and Brock already pretty much um, ruined it is we have Mrs. Perrazzo as an AEW signee who who is impressive. But this, it's sad because again, they've built up this May as a sidekick to Champ, but she's outshadowed by a signee. So I didn't get this fucking bullshit. No, and it just proves that AEW does not know how to debut a fucking character in any way, shape, or form, bro. And if the, and the, the, how many think about how many fucking debuts that they've ruined since their inception? You know what I mean? And it just is another one that fucking said that they ruined two, and this one because they and and even Mariah May in in one of her backstage interviews afterwards said the same shit is like. You know what I'm saying? How the fuck am I going to debut and this bitch is going to debut at the same time? It's not a fucking... She just ruined my debut. Agreed. Which is exactly what they did. JJ? I 100% agree. Everything you said, it was clumsy and it was poorly done. Um. Next, we have a promo from the dad of the year, two-time. <laughs> two-time. TNT champion, uh, Christian, I don't give a fuck. Y'all want to expand on it? Go ahead. No. No, it's, I don't like this at all, man. Like, you know, the mom's getting on the mic now, and how, it's like, go fuck. Think it. about how many fucking world-class fucking wrestlers that they have on this fucking roster. And no offense to Christian, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a big fan of that nigga, and I... Like I I like him to have fucking some kind of shot, but this much shine is too much. You know what I mean? He does not deserve any of this fucking shit. That's move on. Argue a little. This sucked though. I want to say something. Well, okay. So to say that he didn't doesn't deserve something is is one thing, but this is not it. This is not the move. You know what I mean? This whole shit. Gotcha. JJ, what was your opinion of this uh, dad of the year? Nah, I don't care. Okay. Here's a good thing, though. We're going to all agree on this, I believe. This is a hell of a motherfucking match. Darby Allen to Kesta, the uh, Alpha. There is a point in this match where Tequesta, it it's similar to 
kind of sort of what um what's his name from Alpha Academy um does Chad Gable. German suplex weird where thing. he 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 does kind of a roll first and a German suplex out of the corner. That's his that's his thing. He to catch the he must have rolled and please correct me if I'm wrong three times down the fucking metal ramp. I assume metal, and then releases the German suplex on Darby. How is Darby alive? We I've talked. Ugh, I want his spine now, even though it's fucked up. Because it, what he does is so fucking unbelievable. I just want to fucking jump on this dude's back <laughs> and say, "No, don't fucking do anything ever again, Not please, shit, dude. Please don't do anything ever again." But I'm gonna tell you what this um this match. Ma- could be Max and I will talk about it later. But Takesa takes the W over Allen. But it was so such a and there was no shenanigans. There was uh Don Callis was on the mic. Dude, give me give me more shit like this. Even when even when the heel wins, man, but he wins somewhat clean. Or at least like pulling tight. But there's no outside interference. Dude, this is this is fucking fantastic. If Takesa is not in the TNT or the world title picture at some point in 2024, they fucked up. This guy is fucking amazing. I don't know. It's pumped the fucking brakes because up until, yes, up until this match, Takesha has been fucking horrible. You, you, uh, and I almost yeah. wanted to say, what do they have this nigga in? Because in that fucking Jericho six minutes, he was garbage. And the match before that, also garbage. It, you know what I'm saying? This was the first match, and I and I give all the props to Darby, not him, that he looked fucking halfway decent. <laughs> JJ. Correct one of us. Um, I'm kind of in the middle to be honest because I've seen Takesha be so fucking amazing in the ring. Um, but he has not done like ever since he permanently signed at W at uh, AW, he hasn't had good showings. He hasn't no, had ding, ding, y'all, ding. y'all two, y'all two, you fuck yourselves. Come on, Scooby Steve. <laughs> hey, you know what? He 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 is my punk, I guess. Whatever. But speaking of go fuck yourselves, we're having. I want to know what this does here, and, and please, someone enlighten me. So again, Eddie Kingston is now a three belt champ, but they've already announced that they're going to have an annual continental championship. Tournament now, yeah. uh, Brock. Correct me if now when you win the what's called G two in Japan, G one, G one. Excuse me, you really don't get a belt. Well, well, this was funny about it. Like when back in the day, you used to get like twelve belts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when Ultimo Dragon and oh, shit now. was winning. The- oh yeah, that was fucked up. <laughs> you got like twelve belts. No, you don't get a belt anymore. You just no, get no, a no. fucking okay. so, and shit. Like that. So now you get a belt. 
See, you get a trophy and the G1, and, and that makes total sense, to be honest. But no, so, so now Eddie gets to defend this belt or whoever beats him possibly for a year, and then you have another tournament, and that person gets the belt. Is that what I'm, is that what I'm led to believe? I mean, I'm I'm curious to see it. I don't understand the the, the logistics of it because I don't know if the tournament next year. If you defend the three titles as one title, no, or is it no, just they now? Say that. No, no, no. They're individual. Okay, they so which I think is the right way to go. To be honest with you, so uh, belt in in New Japan, ROH and AW. What is it, Kenny Omega? I mean, it's pretty dope. You know what I mean? But you can't fucking go any further with that at the same time. Tonight, who is his next contender? Trent Beretta, Brian Cage, Brian Keith, who I think is fantastic, and of course, Del Vicino. Vicino, Del Vicino, which is my favorite. He sounds fucking. So, off topic. Kind of and sort of is that whoever the redhead who is facing Willow and Statlander currently is another one on my booze. <laughs> Just so you know. You're adding to your booze, honey. Do you want to add to your booze? I mean, as we're here, I mean, fuck it. No, all right. So we're in a four way here, and, and actually, JJ would have won this bet. It is Trent Beretta who defeats the other three to earn a title shot for the Continental Championship. Match is actually... Which is funny, he's kind of going with his best friend, niggas, you know what I mean? Uh, Well, you remember about a... uh, Especially JJ knows this, but you may too, because when her and I watch, I'll go about a time. They had teased a Beretta turn a while ago, like about a year and a half ago. Which probably nothing, would have been the best thing for him. Nothing happened. Well, as you know, uh, Yuta was the best friend for a little bit. Yeah. So I think what they did is they didn't pull the trigger because they had already pulled the trigger on uh, Wheeler Yuta. But no, he wins the match, so he gets a title shot against Eddie. Um, JJ, how do you feel about your pick? That didn't win the twenty man battle royal, but did finish second. Who just won this one? Uh, you know, I I feel like that's what they're kind of pushing for. It's to give him a little of a push. Um, so I'm glad to see it. The funny part, and I know I'm assuming Brock knows this too. With him and Rocky Romero, they were two time uh, New Japan Junior Tag Team Champions. So it's not like he's new and unknowing. I mean, this guy can do it. Brock, what'd you think of this one? What was it? It was Beretta that beat uh, the four-way. It was him, Brian Cage, Brian Keith, and your boy, Del Vecchino. Vecchino. Oh, man. Okay, so this is uh, this is what I say. You know what I mean? I fucked with Trent Beretta, you know what I mean? Like I fucked with him, but if I'm if you're gonna give me a choice between fucking El Vikingo and fucking Trent Beretta, I'm gonna pick El Vikingo, especially in a match against Orange Cassidy. 
Fuck out of here, bro. I want to see that way more than I want to see Trevor Reddit. It's the Continental. It's the, not, it's, it's, it's Eddie. Oh, it was Eddie. Even that, Eddie. you know what I mean? That That's... No. No, Even I the same, like Keith, dude. I, like I say the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I say, uh, but my remains the same is that I would rather see El Vikingo versus Eddie ver- more than I would want to see Trent versus Eddie. If you, if I did bet money on this one, I like Brian Keith. Oh man, he he, I like him a lot. Who's so, Brian but, Keith? Um, he had the match. They shook hands. So he. he He's you talking about the nigga in, in, in the oh, in the right. world embassy? The ba- no, the bounty hunter, Brian Keith. He's mostly ROH. So not Brian Cage. No. Well, he was in the match too. But it's a guy named Brian Keith. That was... Uh, damn, I didn't even notice. I don't know how the fuck this Are dude is. Right he had the match with Orange Cassidy uh, like two weeks ago after the ROH... Uh, um, paper, man. He's good, dude. Is he yeah. the hat? Yes, he has a cowboy hat. When he faced Orange Cassidy two weeks ago, he had won a match in the ROH um, uh, pay per view. He came uh, over. Him uh, and Orange Cassidy uh, had a yeah. great match. He spells Brian the wrong way, though, so I don't like him. Oh, I apologize for that. But anyway, I think I don't care what, and, what he spells. And, he and spells and fucking talent. He spells his name wrong. Jesus Christ, we're going to do this bullshit. But you know what's next? <laughs> oh, I might need a sock right now. Swerve Strickland versus Daniel Garcia. As, uh, as Bracken mentioned earlier, and as JJ has mentioned many a time, whoo, baby. I need a shower, a cigarette, and a sock. Ew. But even before that. That's very gross. They had a good motherfucking match. I tell you what, they're even though no, this, he, you know. he he had one win in that in that tournament, and of course Swerve should have won the fucking tournament. Man, these two were fantastic. Unbelievable. No, and there's a lot of things about um, Daniel Garcia's packaging that I feel like needs work. I'm sorry you mentioned his package. I didn't mention his package. I said his package. Tomato, tomato, my friend. I mean, I'm going to agree with you. They need to figure out what they're going to do with him. In the ring. Is he comedic? In the ring, holy crap, is this kid talented, bro. You know what I mean? And he's been that way since day fucking one. Every Everywhere you've presented him, every time you've presented him in a different light, you know what I'm saying? Before he was with JAS, while he was with JAS, after he's with JAS, every time that that kid steps in the fucking ring, he shows out, and I appreciate it. I think he's he's underutilized he's comedic. But again, that's what I like about it too. Because again, ladies and gentlemen, if you have five minutes of your day, YouTube the dance off, motherfucking dance off. Yo, between I swear to God, when I that shit, I oh my god, and I 
Well, that saw the video on, on on Instagram. I sent it straight to the 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 Turnbucks and Brian Nooks uh, group he, chat, and I was I was like, "Yo, Scuba Steve must have wet his pants on this one, man." Here's the problem: I am so bitter at Frontier. That's our internet service here, because our Frontier went out about eight o'clock at night, and I could not watch it live. Now, if Google, I'm sorry. Right when we were getting to watch wrestling. Yes. Yeah. We're about to watch in. And Raw they don't owe you money for that? I feel like they owe you money for that. Oh, they're going to because I had to actually drive to fucking Tampa today to go work because I don't have fucking internet here. But do not get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. I did YouTube it to the best of my abilities. And yeah, this was fantastic. Daniel and him are going at it with the dance off. And again, Swerve is having nothing to it. Like, he's like, fuck you, Daniel Garcia. As he's doing his dance off, he, he fucks him up, puts him in the ring. And, uh, man, just a good pin at the end. Now, here's where they, here's where I think JJ may agree with me. So, as a little beatdown's going on, here comes motherfucking the cowboy. Oh, out of pain. The cowboy comes out. Why, man? Fucking why? You you exactly. go find go find your own rivalry. Yes. Or come up. You know what? If he'd come up with his big belt buckle. And did some line dancing with Nanan Garcia. I'm okay with that. But you know what? Swerve has fucked your day up every motherfucking time. You're done. Go find somebody else. I don't understand this fucking booking here. And do not, do fucking not put a three-way and the winner gets Samoa Joe. Go fuck yourself, Tony. No, 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 no. Fuck off. Swerves to face Samoa Joe immediately. No offense, Garcia. I love your swirl. But no, fuck yeah. it. And, and Adam, go hit a bar. Uh, I'll see you there. This is where, you know, once again, AEW fucks up their, their book. You know what I mean? Like, the, you would, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, the shit about AEW is that, like, if you're a wrestling fan, right, and if you're not the ones that, you know, because some wrestling fans say, oh, I'm all, I don't fuck with WWE or I don't fuck with AEW. You know what I mean? But they, the majority of us are in between. You know, say, well, I'll fuck with both of them. And you know what I mean? Which, you know, I'll watch them both. Just like when we was with WCW and WWE. But DNA, New <clears throat> Japan. Come on, man. My shit is, this is where, the, where I feel AEW does not ever reach the heights of, of w, even WCW. Versus WWE is because they do a fucking bunch of whack shit that doesn't make sense. JJ, I agree. I absolutely agree. And you know, I well, I already can't stand the Hangman, so that's one. But then this shit already three fucking times he's beat you. Sit the fuck down. Go play with your fucking uh Ooh. whatever. And get Go get back with the Bucks and do some shit with yes. them niggas. You know what I mean? Thank like, you. Well, the Bucks are supposed to be heels, but who knows what the fuck they're doing. But I could agree more. And, and I don't mind the Hangman as much as JJ does. I, I think he's actually pretty talented. 
But no, I think a lot of that on New Japan because they used him correctly with the Bullet Club. Yes, he was world champ. What two years ago? Whatever the fuck it was. Great dude, fantastic. You, you, but it was a great story. He was a drinker, and him and Kenny was partners. They won the world championships together, and then. What's I feel like he should have been, you know what I mean? Uh, once again, you know, and I know you guys don't ever agree with me when I say that somebody should be in WWE, but I feel like he... No, I will. No, no, that one? He, he yeah. definitely should be a WWE wrestler. And I feel that, 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 I that the whole cowboy shit <laughs> would go over so much better in WWE. Yeah, yeah that I agree with. Yes, yes, yes. I don't disagree with you. Zero percent. And that cowboy shit. Because when he had his little push with Omega, and then even after that, the crop, cowboy shit, cowboy shit. Now it's almost like shit on cowboy, shit on cowboy. Because don't, how many times does the swerve have to be this? And I swear to cow, if fucking they do a three-way with him and Daniel, or, or with Garcia and Swerve, if he fucking beats Swerve, go fuck yourself. Tony, go fuck yourself. Swerve should not lose another fucking match until he faces a world champ. You better stick a rocket up his ass and shoot him to the moon. This cat to is... The moon. To the moon! Thank you. Chelsea uh, Green! No, she's talking about what's his name that goes, to the moon! No, I, it was just the way she said it. I just... Yeah, she I, did. She did high pitch it. But, I'm sorry. Swerve is your uh, all right. Can either one of you name somebody that's more over than Swerve right now? I might say Samoa Joe because even though he's quote on heel, they love him. But name me another dude. Name me another AEW cat that is so fucking over you can't even heal his ass out, and he's so popular. You can't. I mean, other than Omega is probably the only nigga that I could think of that I'd probably say would be in that. I'm going to go with that. And, and the Omega Mox. Hey, Omega Mox. Kenny, Kenny, please get healthy. You, you, the guy is so fucking talented. And that says a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when you ask me that question, so who, who else you could, could do? So Omega <laughs> Mox. And fucking Danielson, that's a great company to be it's in. It's like you're throwing out, all right, who's better than this? Uh, Moses, Jesus. Oh, fuck. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I, no. I lost that battle. Like, but totally. yeah, hey, if you want to be number four, who's the other three, that's fine. But put some gold around his ass, please, for goodness sake. Yeah, no, he who, definitely to be pushed to the moon. trigger. Once again, you know what I'm saying? Either AEW push him to the moon or WWE come fucking swooping in to grab him. They, no, I do not want to see him again in WWE because my opinion, and I'm wrong most of the time, they will not let Swerve be Swerve. Okay, so I mean, let's – and so, you know, with what the, 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 the politics behind the scenes are, what they are, let's – set those aside because we don't know. You know what I mean? We don't know who was d- making decisions, who was doing what, especially when he was there. Because remember, right? Vince, 
will allow somebody to drink somebody else's blood. Is that what you're telling me? Again, I, I, I absolutely believe that they would eventually do some shit like that. Yeah. Um, but my, my shit is, <laughs> my shit is, you know what I'm saying? So taking what their prior booking was, because right now we have to look at WWE almost like a brand new product in terms of storyline. Uh, only because with, uh, it's, moved it, it's moved into a different space where Vince McMahon is not a fucking threat to the product, right? So now it's a whole new world what they do there, you know what I mean? And uh, number one, when's the last time you saw regular and let's be honest, regular blood in WWE? Regular. I mean, to be honest, if I'm being fucking totally honest with you, I'm over that shit, my G. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when you show, when I looked at the fucking, he doesn't need it. He doesn't when need I looked it. at the fucking the the match between um Will Ospreay, Mox, uh, and fucking Finley, uh, I was like, bro, all that extra shit was not necessary. It's Mox that has to have all that fucking chairs and throwing shit with that match? and he blood. Didn't he didn't bleed for ten minutes. You know what I mean? That's you don't that shit when when you got fucking wrestlers at that caliber. So, like, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to. I don't want to see that. To be honest with you, so I would love to see what the, the the current product of WWE would do with a lot of cats that are currently signed with AEW. I mean, I, I, I again. I said earlier on, if I'm Tony Khan, whatever, however many years are left on Swerve's contract, and however much money is there, I double both. No, if you're smart, you fucking do not let that man. You ride this motherfucker. Because the, the, he is so, now, I am very concerned. Here's why. The acclaimed was so over last year. Now, you hardly get a pop. All right? Please, Tony. Tony, please. Please, man. Do do your best best thing you can do. Shoot him to the moon and just let him do him. Don't tell him what the fuck. Just let him do him because, in my opinion, he is the hottest fucking AW star right now. In my opinion. I could be wrong, but in my opinion, he is the hottest. And you just... And I think he's one of the smartest because I think he's a guy... That if need be, we'll put somebody over, which he's done. He, but the you know, it's his time. You know what I mean? It, it absolutely is his time. Stop wasting his time. Give him a shine. Like the uh, man said, stop wasting my time. Yes. With that being said, is it? Are we done with the? We're done, dude. Are we done with that? So. His opponent from Saint Petersburg, Florida. 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. With all that being said, <laughs> this has been another great episode of Turnbucks and Brass Knucks. Brass Knucks! From myself, Brock Rowley, Scuba Steve, <laughs> and Double J. Good night, guys. Heavyweight primate with a heart in mind Blood filled with a citrus mixture, orange lime Pussy drip when the thought of action come to mind 
gonna ride when the spring summer shine. Bonafide, eyes wide, running high. You don't want the revolution to be televised. Terrified from the Arab Mountain death camps. With the iron burning high, give you chest stamps. Phone calls with the cloth over the mouthpiece. With or without lead, burn about an ounce cheap. To the neck like a razor for the stubble. Raise inside the struggle, blazing in a huddle. Yeah, dig a hole through the lamb in it. Leather slippers in the sand, motherfuckers couldn't stand in it. Myself on the back, don't fake the funk on the nasty dunk shack I attack. Close the window to your soul, weed inside my lung burn. These old suckers getting placed into a young urn. Specialized like the little bus. Use my chubby little finger first to stimulate the clitoris. King Kong ain't got shit on us. I'm out here getting it for real while you motherfuckers fill a bus. Weed in my finger flicker, I'm on a solo mission. Started at pole position, eyes on a long division. As it burn my thumb, I roll another one. Quite persistent, that's why they call me my mother's son. Shoot the gold gift, leave your hoe stiff, make your hoe sniff. Hootie and the blow fish, hope they the cold kid. Cause every motherfucker in here rockin' low dip. I'm on that old shit. Always likes to pat himself on the back. <laughs>